What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third Times a Charm episode of the 99th podcast, 99th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm so flustered, the intros are terrible, but let's see if I can go go up from here. Uh, I'm with two of my friends. On your screen, you can see Nukin from Republic, and on the phone, we also have Naughty Karate. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Punk? I guess we're uh, good to go now. <laughs> yeah, we we've excited to be here, man. It out. Yeah, I'm, good, good I'm to have you. Fresh it. out of my nap and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I'm glad that you got all the sleep you could before this. Just <laughs> yep. ready, dreaming about the notes we made. So, um, yeah, it's been like a year since I had you guys on. Since we've had, yeah. You guys. Well, we found out from my last login on Skype, it's been exactly a year since I logged into Skype. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, yeah, we, only in. we only use Skype when you want to do a podcast. <laughs> on the Shattered Order We podcast. meet again. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, what have you guys been up to since then? How's your podcast going? How's the uh, YouTube show? Tell everyone about it. Yeah. You want to talk about the podcast now? Uh, and I'll talk about YouTube. Yeah, we usually record one a month or so, you know, on a relaxed schedule. We finally have a new editor, and um, it's a good time. But we're often on voice chat so much, we just kind of forget, like, hey, maybe we should be recording this. This is kind of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. And where can we find it? On Nukin's <laughs> channel, actually. Yeah. That's where it's being hosted right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we do that podcast once a month. And we have also Avanash, our guild leader, who's on there as well. But she's not here, of course, today. And yeah, I'm on YouTube and doing videos, trying to focus on the Sith raid. But now that we have the new ships, I'm planning a bunch of ship content. So I'm nuking on YouTube. That'll be good. I know there's there's a lot of, I think all the conversation the past two days have been about these ships because trying to figure out what to use and what to use those materials on. We I'll, we'll talk about this a little later, but those materials seem like they're gonna oh, be oh yes uh, we will <laughs> hot commodity. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see about that. So I know for a fact that you have both seen Solo, a Star Wars story now. Without any spoilers about what happens in it, I want to know what you thought of the movie. Did you enjoy it? Was it what you wanted it to be? Was it less? Was it more? What did you guys think? 
I think it surpassed my expectations. Plus, I went with um, some friends and their kids. All the kids loved it as well, but for different reasons. It definitely scratched every itch for a Star Wars movie for me. And um, I know there's a lot of people upset about it that hadn't seen it yet on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that all of their concerns are pretty ridiculous because it's a very well-paced, funny movie, and it works well. You know, yeah, and it it did good justice to all the characters too. I I actually thought it was kind of short when it was over because it was like I was so immersed I didn't realize that it was actually two and a half hours of just pats. So that's <laughs> a sign the, of a good movie for me. I think the only reason I realized how long it was was because my daughter was telling me she was falling asleep. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're almost done here. I'm kind of surprised. Papa, I have to pee. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much what it was. When you when your when your eight year old drinks a a thirty two ounce soda throughout a movie, even though you tell her we're not getting up in this movie to go to the bathroom, right? Luck, That's like four times her bladder size at that age, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's how it was for me. How about you, Nukin? I loved it. Uh, I watched it twice now. I watched it on Thursday and Friday, and I might even go see it a third time. Uh, it's on par with Rogue One, in my opinion. And I know there was like a lot of speculation that the change of director and some of the critical reviews were not looking good, but it is a good movie. Definitely recommend going to see it. I'd say it's even better than Rogue One if Vader wasn't in Rogue One, but those scenes <laughs> are just too darn good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I agree. I, I, I went in thinking exactly the same as Rogue One because Rogue One, with the re- they had reshoots in that movie too, you know, and people were really worried about Ron Howard taking over that movie halfway through it when most of it had already been filmed. But I kind of figured that things would be all right, and it, for me, it was the same way. It was just really, really good. I liked it. And apparently, uh, he reshot eighty percent of it too. Dang. Yeah, oh, really? That's pretty pretty crazy. Well, they brought it all together really well. So for everyone out there on the fence of whether you should see it, I, I'll i be seeing it again very soon because, holy crap, yeah. it was so good. I trust Ron Howard. At the risk of embarrassing myself, one of, um, one of my favorite, you know, just family movies for my particular family that we've watched together far too many times is a Ron Howard movie. <laughs> it's called Far and Away. And as soon as I found out he was directing Star Wars, it was like, I'm sure he won't do us dirty. He's going to yeah. take care of us. <laughs> You're like, it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, that's... Uh, I thought... When you were talking about embarrassing, I thought you were going to talk about uh, Happy Days, which I didn't watch when it aired itself, but I used to watch as a kid the reruns, so I'm an old man. I thought you were going Happy Days here. No. <laughs> Where he Henry was actually Winkler, still though. acting. Henry, Henry He's Winkler. still in stuff lately. He's doing a great job. Yeah. Anyway, hey. on to the game. Yeah, so let's yeah. Do this. go watch the movie so we can talk about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I'm going to do another out of order with the uh, the movie chat. So um, I'm going to hit the sounder, just so you guys know. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? All right, so what did we do in Swoga this week? Well, why don't you go first, Nukin? All right, so I zated Treya 
um, I was running a Darth Vader lead with my Treya, and I think last night I decided, hey, what the heck, I'm going to do it. So now I have a double Zeta Treya, and I'm going to pretend like I got a seven-star Hermit Yoda, but I officially haven't. And that's because I didn't I didn't get my TB rewards yet. Oh, so, okay. I, when I was reading so, the notes, I saw pretend Hermit Yoda, and I was like, I had no idea what that means. Yeah, so I would have. I, I just need like ten or twenty shards or something, and so I would have had it, but no TB rewards yet. So I think those are coming out on Tuesday. So I'm just gonna pretend like I did get it, and I've been farming everything because it's double drops right now. So everything that is like relevance, I am getting stun guns, stun cuffs, uh, shards for Holdo, zombie, all the good stuff. Scion for me, man. All the Scion Scion shards. too, yeah. <laughs> Anything crazy for you, Naughty? No, not really. I saved up, I don't know, I must have spent maybe a total of like 1,300 energy from stored stuff since the double drops, and I got maybe about... 25-ish of those hardware pieces for the Zeta on ships. Mm -hmm. And I decided I was really carefully trying to choose which ones to upgrade, and I finally gave it to Boba Fett. And I gotta say, it, it was a good choice, because he's like the number one reinforcement we're seeing right now. We can get more into ships later. But also, one other thing I'm just doing is crying gently onto this gigantic pile of gear I have waiting for Treya. <laughs> Unwilling <laughs> to spend it elsewhere. <laughs> I need another 34 Treya shards before she's unlocked. But she's just got got everything waiting for her. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I think I'm at uh, 98 or something like that. So I got a little bit longer. I think I'm start I think I need two more pieces for Nihilus to gear eleven. Then I'm going to stop and go for all the Treya gear. Try to save it up. We'll see what Yeah, happens. it's a good plan. Don't get so. distracted. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at getting distracted. My Gear 11 Gamguard would tell you that for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that is scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, right? you have so, as far as my week went, it was a nightmare, basically. Because oh, uh, tell. I played... Four accounts all week long, helping people out. And uh, four accounts, three. I thought three accounts was too many. Four accounts is just basically a sign-in, sign-out, grab energy, sim it as fast as possible, and move to the next one. Just nightmare. Not even feel like you're playing the game. It was crazy. And I did that for seven straight days, I think. Yeah. Are you done now? I'm done. I'm down to three. And the three is not going away for a while. So, Oh, dear. Yeah. I thought one account was too much. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I've played two for like a year and a half now. But, uh, you know, I have a friend drop out and I'm like, well, I know you're going to come back. So I got to play your account until you come back. So that's where I'm at right now. But Well, that's nice of you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long I be, I'm nice how long my brain can handle being nice. But uh, the main account... Everyone has their breaking point, but more power to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how far I bend this week. This this past week was almost broken. Broken man. But uh, yeah, the 
if we it's crazy, right? So last week I hit 2.6 million on my on my main account. And then within one week, I already hit went up and hit 2.7. So I don't know what happened in that week. But uh, to go up 0.1 in a week seems out of control to me. So I don't remember what I did, but I wish I did so I could do more of it. You know what? Something similar happened to me recently. I got a screenshot of it because it looked really cool. I was 3.3333333 million. <laughs> nice. And... And I, I was like, can I just stay here? But it was like a week later, it was it hit 3.4. I was like, what am I doing? Because yeah, well, I, I wasn't really doing anything other than gear hoarding for the most part. For you guys are wailing it up. <laughs> unlocking new characters. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Don't tell your wife. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell our wives. Oh, wait. I don't have else. one. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell your, your imaginary one. That's what he said. <laughs> the, so the, uh, the one thing I can think of for sure, which took up a quarter of that at least, was I did unlock Shuttle today, which was 28,000. So that was a pretty big jump. Nice. And the only ship I have left to unlock is Millennium Falcon, so I guess I can plan on another 28 whenever that happens. So not too bad. Not too bad. And last thing was... It's- gear 11 scion so now i just need nihilus and then i'll do treya and then i'll get them all the gear 12 at the same time or somewhere in there so getting ready Perfect. for that set the meta still running rjt right now because i'm lazy your <laughs> resistance filth treya lead is very punishing to jtr oh, yep it's not fun i can tell you all right well um i got another sounder that you guys can't hear, so enjoy. Okay. <laughs> Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. All right, so we got the calendar, and what's going on right now? First thing I want to talk about is a rumor. I think it's a rumor. I haven't seen an official announcement on this, but I've seen everybody talking about it. So, rumored is the June login is Lando Calrissian. Have you guys heard this? Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. There was, okay. it's, not, it's not confirmed though, right? No, it's that's what I mean. There's, I've heard it in like from like five different places, so that's why it confused me, and I was wondering if you had heard about it or if I just missed where it was officially announced. But if no well, one else has heard it, then I guess it's just me. I haven't heard it from five different places, but I mean, the end of the month is almost here, so we're gonna get something. And it's not, I don't, but I don't think that they would release a, is it, are you talking about the old Lando? Old Lando, old like Lando. A new Lando. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I could see that. As, and you know, if they do that, watch out for a scoundrel rework. If they do another scoundrel, probably for the month of, what are we, it's going to be June. Yeah. The year is flying yeah. by. It does not stop. Yeah. Somehow. Episode it's, 99. That 100 degree temperatures outside every day now. Loving life. So, yeah, that, that'll be interesting. I don't, they had Han last month. If Lando does come this month, that'll be an interesting. Because exactly to what you're talking about, the scoundrel rework idea. With all these characters that are... Uh, 
all these new I almost said Rogue One. All these new solo characters have uh, scoundrel synergies, right? So it may, it would make sense, mm-hmm. you know, if there was something going on with scoundrels. But that's yeah, all, con- I, all conjecture. A lot of them suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Gamgard? Yes. If we got oh, a Gam- yeah, okay. a scoundrel. I don't know if you guys have, know about this, but I've been calling for Gamgard to get Deathmark for like three or four months because, you know, the Gamorrean captain in the heroic pit does mm-hmm. Deathmark, and I just think that would make that character suddenly viable for a lot of things. If they gave yeah, Deathmark to uh, Gamgard this month, it might be my favorite month ever. He's not really good for anything. I mean, he's a character that exists, but <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> this is really all the best you can say about him. I, I used to use him to post a zero on the Rancor, and now I don't have to even do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I leveled mine to exactly like 60 in gear 6. It was the exact number of hits he needed to die without preloading turn meter. <laughs> that was the best use I ever found for him. Okay, so let me explain why mine's gear 11, just so mm-hmm. you know. I run, in dark side territory battles, I ran, run this like scrub team, but it's basically Darth Vader lead. Okay, sorry, Darth Vader's not a scrub. But everyone you can put with these, everyone that you can put with these two characters are Darth Vader lead Wampa. So I run, I run uh, Gamorian guard with him because he puts dots out, and he's a tank, so he keeps the other two from getting hit. Shaman then, too. I don't have Shaman geared, but that's another one I've thought about doing in there. I have Sidious geared, and I run him in that team. And then the other one I run, there's another dot maker that. Oh, I used to run Boba, but I don't run Boba in that team anymore. So. It was a scrub. You, it was just a conglomeration of crap in one team that always went four for four. So that's why that's why I have him gear eleven. But yeah, so I like, like the, it. The dot reject <laughs> team. Yes, dot rejects. That's a beautiful name. I love it. <laughs> well, let's, I'll just go quickly over these here. May twenty sixth through twenty seventh. So today and tomorrow, you got assault battles, Forest Moon. 28th, which is Monday, Omega Battles with Rebels and Geonosians. You know, level up those Geonosians for that Omega Battle. Very important. Uh, May 30th, so Wednesday, Defense of Dathmere for Talzin Shards. Or for those of you that might do, be doing double drops and get her seven stars right now, your first chance at Zetas. So I know you're so excited for about that. May 26th, today through the 29th, there's a Territory War. I didn't even know about this till I was writing the notes, so I went and looked in the game, and it is actually there. So if you haven't signed up for Territory War with your guild right now, go be a hero and do that, because this is the only thing that reminded me. May 29th through June 1st, so after this Territory War ends, there's another Territory War, and that is it for this week as far as events go. Um, but guild events are back. Uh, once that those ends, we don't know June's calendar, but I assume the next week... We'll get light side territory battles back. Or unless they skip it and go right back to dark side. What do you guys think? Actually, you know what? Speaking of unconfirmed information, I'm not sure where I heard this, but I thought territory wars were going to lower in frequency and the rewards were going to be upped. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, they did say something about how they were going to evaluate the frequency of guild-coordinated events, I think. So, okay. but I don't think that's coming anytime, like very, very soon, like next week or anything. 
Yeah, I think that gotcha. might have been on the update, not this week, but the week before. The the big update, the client update yeah, or whatever. They still got to figure out how to deliver rewards properly before they <laughs> yeah, <right>. change them again. <laughs> I got mine. Well, I played four accounts, like I said. Three out of the four got the rewards. So, and you know what? The, what's funny? The funniest part to me, at least, is Wink's account is the one that didn't get them. All mine did. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's weird. I, I, I don't, I don't know what's up with that. But I think the frequency evaluation would be awesome because I, I, I okay, I, I'm only playing one account unless you want to count the game changer test accounts, and you know all the events is kind of, you know, burning me out. So at least being able to try and compete at the highest level. So the only way to do that is to either try not to be as competitive or still be competitive but participate in less events. So I'm actually interested in them decreasing the frequency and upping the rewards or something. That would be pretty cool. The As long as the change doesn't involve going to 12-hour phases because... Oh, that was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, 12-hour phases are just not going to work because if I have to get my guild coordinated to do their territory battles, combat missions overnight, or at least before noon, it's going to be a nightmare. So I don't I don't know how they're going to do it, but it'll be interesting to find out. So We'll have to see. If they do make it just one territory territory war per cycle, which I think would be preferable just with double rewards... It would probably put a lot of the guilds that spend a lot of time focusing on territory wars as a whole into a better position because it's a less, you know, a rarer opportunity. So, and then the ones that don't care about it as much would be like, oh, we'll take half rewards. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either way they go, it's going to cause some kind of uproar. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. No matter what they do, we'll see who's more appeased than angry at that point. You know, pretty much any change is going to do that. Like I didn't, uh, yeah. I didn't foresee this ship change being such a problem for people, but now that we've seen it implemented, it's interesting to see how things go. But like we've already said, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But there's a reason I think that people should chill at least for another couple weeks. But uh, we'll we'll go over that. So I got another sounder you guys can't hear, so get ready. <laughs> I'd try to sing it to you, but then that would go through. <laughs> Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. So we got two updates this week. Big surprise on the second one. I did not see that coming after the massive update that they pushed out on the 23rd. But we got the notes for both of those here, and both of them have some pretty interesting things. So I want to see what your guys' thoughts are on the things that were implemented. First off, most most big Star Wars days, something big in the Star Wars universe that goes on, we get double drops. Um, I don't think anyone ever just anticipates them coming, but and I didn't even think about this. Well, I'll take that back. CG Carry did mention double drops, or that more was... More was happening this month than what happened earlier in the month, and that we might see double drops, and here they are. So, 
Reading into that as there might be double drops was true because May 25th through the 27th, so the day Solo came out till on yet tomorrow, Sunday, double drops. And I don't know about you guys, but I am using the crap out of my hoarded crystals to take advantage of that. Me it's all too. Like, <laughs> it's on normal and hard nodes, so you can do use it for gear, you can use it for shards, you can use it in the cantina, you can use it on mod battles, mod challenges, and even... Galactic War wasn't listed in the update, but people mentioned that to them, and they even made sure to say that that was also there. So every Galactic War you sim during this, you're getting almost a million credits. So I love credits. Give me all of them. So my question to you is, and we kind of went over this already, but if there was anything you didn't mention, was there anything specific that you thought, oh, double drops are here, I got to farm that? Uh -huh. The last character in Cantina for me is Sith Marauder, and I was I was kind of miffed that I had to farm Barris Node to get these uh, ship hardwares, but you know I got huh. some. I'm okay, good. so <laughs> that brings a good question up then. Just for now, they changed uh, the Barris Node six A, I think it is, to be to give out ship reinforcement materials. It was a reinforcement mm -hmm. materials, right? Not Omegas. I think it was a reinforcement materials. Correct. It's, it's reinforcement mats, and there's no ship Omegas on there, I think. Okay, so uh, I did about 15 of them and got one, and then I looked at what everyone else's experience was with that and decided I'm going to go farm Marauder. How is so... Nadi, you're saying you didn't move off of that? How... For all the energy you, know you spent, how has the output been? Like I said, it was like 1,200 to 1,300 energy so mm -hmm. far. And I got about 20 to 25 of those pieces, which is the first level upgrade. So I guess it was worth it. But I don't really like need, I'm not chomping at the bit for Sith Marauder. So yeah, that's okay. Let me ask you guys a question. How much Cantina energy did you guys go into Double Drops with? Uh, like right at 1,990-something. Okay. What about you, Punk? I think it was at 980 or somewhere, right near 1,000, too. Okay. So we all kind of went in with hoarded Cantina energy. I don't know if I was lucky. I also had about 1,000, and... I took Sith Marauder up a star and finished up Spirit. Like, I had 15 shards on her. And then I just went on the reinforcement mat node. And now I have a fully upgraded Boba Fett. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, just upgraded out. him. Yeah, that's pretty good. I just because did. Maybe I should have stayed on 6A because when I went to Marauder, I, I think that in the 1,000 energy, I probably got... 20 shards at the most nothing was dropping on him either so i'm like may am i farming the wrong thing should i move to mods i don't know what's going on here but it was it was nasty that first night so it's gotten better now but yeah i don't know it just i think that the sting of not getting <laughs> things on double drops as opposed to just normally you don't really think about it as much normally but now when double drops are there and you've hoarded energy and you're not seeing it the way you want to, it just stings even worse. Yeah, that's yeah, how, it's that's a how big slot machine anyway. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to you have to proc it to get the double drops right, so <laughs> it's hit or miss. I don't 
I don't play video poker in Vegas thinking and get mad when I lose. So I probably shouldn't do that here. Mm -hmm. The, uh, yeah, so that was double drops. Super exciting. Ships 2.0 landed on the 23rds update, and we're going to spend a whole section on that, so we'll move on. Quests. Attain titles and rewards. Decent rewards for these quests, but probably a little low for the energy put in. I don't know if you guys agree with this, but defeating 200 clones for six shards of a character, the amount of energy that goes into that just seems out of control to me. How about you guys? Nobody got time for that. Yeah, (laughs) it's ridiculous. Or like, win 100 battles with Fulcrum Ahsoka, and then you get 10 crystals and 50k credits. Oh no, you have to defeat 1,000 Empire enemies with her present to get that. Yeah, good luck with that, kids. (laughs) So, (laughs) it would take days. And a lot, a lot of energy that you're not using on gear or other things. So if you really are into titles, I mean, okay, so let me just say this. In console games, there are a lot of uh, vanity items that you can go after that have no impact on the game. But there are people that play games just to go after vanity things, even if it doesn't make them better. And they don't really care if they're better in the end just to do the collection part of it. So I can see how this would be a niche for certain people and just totally pushed off for other people. So I can see why they put it in the game because it appeals to a different audience and those people may or may not already be in the game. So it could make the audience a little bigger. But for me as a completionist and a guy who doesn't want to do them, seeing all of the... So that was my next point, right? Thoughts on how dailies, quests, and guild challenges are now set up. Does it look super cluttered to you every time you go in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Naughty. No, it's all you, man. You complain I, I, first. I hate please. it. <laughs> I, it's, it's so busy and cluttered, I can't pay attention. Like, I'm trying to like read something and then all of a sudden someone asks for a donation and I'm like, go away. <laughs> and then and then you donate to them and it still sticks around and stuff. And also when you click the donate button, it automatically wants you to donate two items when I usually just do one for everybody and just go down the list. So there's I don't know, I'm really not a fan. Like I want I want guilds to be able to support each other, but I just don't I didn't like the implementation of it. I wish there was I could just disable it altogether, but uh, or, or hopefully they like re- reevaluate it and try and make it a little bit more cleaner. Maybe I'm being too critical, but that's my opinion. I, th- I think you're right on to something with that because I think that if it was... So one line of chat is about three lines of gear donation. If they could cut that down to two lines of gear donation or even one to make it easier so the whole thing flowed better, I think it would be... A lot better because right now, if there's a gear note donation on the screen, you might see like three other messages or four other messages, and that's it. But if it was, if it just flowed better, I think it would be less uh, uh, gaudy. Is that the word? <laughs> it just kind of looks gaudy. Weird right yeah, now. that can work. As long as they took away, you know what? What one thing I don't need at this point in the game is a daily notification and another red number to click on. That says, oh, remember to get your tickets. Like, really? Now? Now you're going to tell me to go get my <laughs> tickets two and a half years later? Does it 
do a red dot whenever your guild levels up the guild challenge for the day. Because I see a lot of red dots popping on there. And then I'm like, I don't know. Do that? Is that where those come from? I think I that's know. where they come from. Because I think every time you you level up the daily guild challenge, it drops a red a red notification oh, on Oh, good the, grief. The guild one. So so gaudy. <laughs> Everyone, I'm like, what? What? Do I have energy I didn't grab yet? And so I go in there and I'm like, oh, it's some kind of guild thing. But I don't know. It's it's what I do like about that screen is being able to, as a guild leader at least, is being able to go to the guild screen and scroll down the 600s right there to see who's missing their energy, so I can immediately scold them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I? What I don't like about the titles thing is how it replaces the name of your guild in in shard groups. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's... I noticed some people, like for example, both Nukin and myself, I don't know if this bug happened for you, but we got the achievement unlocked for 48 stars in dark side territory battles. Yeah. So the Vader's Fist achievement is unlocked. And I noticed two other people in my shard have it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to rip my guild. I'm not even going to try to fly this and act like I earned this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you finish your fulcrum title, you'll be good to go. Yeah, but I just don't like the titles at all. You know? it, there's, I want there's to not, make my own title. There's not a ton in there right now. There are some cool ones, like Vader's Fist is a really cool one. Um, fulcrum, I wouldn't mind having Fulcrum, but I'm, I'm just not interested right at the moment on getting those things but the good thing even though the the shards are kind of low on finishing those quests they are a lot of them are on good characters like some of them are are for nice that's true spirit and some are you know there's some good characters on there you're getting decent yeah. shards for the work so the way it's implemented though for someone like myself i would just rather rep my guild and my community rather yeah. than being like, yeah, Vader's fist. Get fisted. I put, what do you call it? The title was squad, not squad, ship captain. And that was for having 2,500 fleet arena wins. And my goal was, oh, I'm going to put this on and no one's going to hit me in fleet arena. I'm just going <laughs> to hold position. Did not work. So yeah. then I switched to the Rebel Scum title because I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> All right, so here we go. I got, I got a little worked here. You're gonna laugh. You know I don't. I hate ships. So let me tell you mm -hmm. how many ship wins I have. Because when you said you have the ship captain title, I, I have know, just over. People 2, are there. I don't have the captain title though. Fleet there, arena. Yeah. Here, here you go. Fleet arena battles one two hundred and seventy seven. What? Is so bad. <laughs> Wow, were you just autoing a battle a day for the longest time? Actually, for the longest time, I was going in and then retreating. So I didn't even auto it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. It counts. It counts. It's a it day. does I'm count. At, <laughs> I'm at 2,546. So, so you did I, them I've, for me. All right. I've, thanks, I've folks. done a lot of ship battles. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hold on. I'm at 2116. 2160, you're almost there. I got a few yeah, I got a I few more to catch title, up to though. you guys. So I, I just want to not take... look like I've never played ship battles. 
even though I have, mm -hmm. I just retreated. <laughs> you're yeah. you're gonna start mm -hmm. refreshing your ship battles, even though you're done with your payout. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna use a lot of crystals. Fifty at like fifty battles guy. a day. There on you three go. accounts. <laughs> so well, this is I pretty... only go to the gym so that my belly button doesn't jiggle when I brush my teeth. So <laughs> <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Starter guilds were added, and I saw a tweet, and I believe it was from Reality Skewed Gamers. There was a starter guild named Death to Porgs. Like, no one, this is a game generated name, Death to Porgs. Thought it was hilarious. But starter guilds are now in the game. That's a really hilarious. There's there's a guy that I know that that would make him very upset. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what the tweet was. It was, there was someone was... Maybe it wasn't reality skewed gamers. Someone was very upset that they would advertise killing porgs. I don't know. There's social justice warriors out there for everything, even porgs. Even mm -hmm. porgs. All right. Even Chat fabricated hamsters. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Chat changes. Now you can have five guild chats. You can do raid, ran for raid, one for territory wars, one for coordination, including officers only chat. There's a lot of places you can, things you can do inside the game for all those guilds out there that forever, and don't tell me how they've done this, but they have only used the game chat to coordinate their guild stuff. So made it a little bit easier for those guys. Um, you can have five different guild guild chats now going so that's pretty sweet um we already <laughs> talked about gear donations right in chat so i won't bring that up again because we like we, even though i like to rehash things every other episode we won't today uh most <laughs> important change for chat and i don't know how you guys feel about this but for me as a guild leader i never remember to change the guild chat banner but for the longest time it was only the guild leader that could do it so like on like a Saturday, it would say, make sure you only do 24 Galactic Wars. And everyone mm -hmm. would be like, why am I only supposed to do 20? Well, now every officer can change the banner. So if I forget, which I always do to change the banner, someone else can do it. So thank goodness for that. Um, I did not like, know this and I can't wait to go abuse my new power. <laughs> You didn't, the... you didn't see me change the banner in, in the guild, Nani. I It was like... Nukin is the best ever, and he didn't write this. <laughs> oh, that was you. I, that sounds like something Avi would write. Yeah. Well, it was me. <laughs> yeah, they, the first two messages on my guild banner was, Elon Mustard was here, and then the second one was, and so was Zathmir, two of my guild leaders. So <laughs> I'm like, all right. I, I realize what's happening now. I'm very happy mm -hmm. with that. Because... because Let's say this is what this happened once, right? So I left a message up that said, "Phase three starts at two o'clock. Do not attack before then." Well, mm -hmm. phase one and two of some other raid, like four days later, was at like earlier in the day, and then phase three came around, and someone read the banner from like four days prior, and then attacked phase three because I never changed it. And I was like, uh, well, I guess I can't get mad, you know. <laughs> no one changed yeah. no one can change this but me. I'll let the other officers get mad at me. There you go. But now they can change it, so that's pretty You sweet. know one thing about the chat that I will say is 
not only why, but why? I mean, there's... <laughs> for basically anyone who plays this game at this point has a third-party communications program, right? Mm -hmm. Like Discord. Mm -hmm. And so for the in-game chat, it just makes it more confusing. Plus, there's a, a limit to it. Like, we made one for our community, and because it's limited to 500 people, there's just a wall of messages saying, this was declined by so-and-so because they yeah. can't join. And everyone's like, what are oh, these man. people declining? You know, Why? it's just... Also, you don't see the chat updates in-game unless you have that particular chat tab open. And I have had one success with it, though, is allying and contacting someone on my shard who just inadvertently he just didn't know good shard manners you know mm -hmm. and now he's successfully in our time zone and we do the cycle around and don't waste battles going tit for tat anymore which is great but other than that it's like i don't i don't really care for the new yeah can i say chat. something real quick about chat yes. so i did make a republic chat and so yeah it is limited to 500 so that's a problem i made the banner you can make a banner for the private chat mm. to invite your guild members and i can't change the banner there's a bug when i go to change <laughs> the banner it says maximum room capacity filled and so now people are just like inviting everyone <laughs> that they know and it's just a wall of declined invitations because no one else can join the chat and so i've created a loop <laughs> Where it's basically spamming the chat, so I've killed the chat because I can't change the guild banner. <laughs> that is that's <laughs> big big alliance problems. Hashtag big alliance problems. Yeah. And did you guys get the did you guys get the seizure? Like it keeps like moving up and down. Oh dude. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I get I, that almost, all the time. I almost swiped up on my, my iPhone to start recording it just so people would believe me because I'm like, this is not my eyes doing this. My mind is not playing with me. This thing is literally bouncing on the screen. It's it's weird. Mm -hmm. Caesar inducing for sure. Yeah, so the the last point I had in chat was basically you already touched on it, uh, Naughty, is that the ally direct messaging uh, is in the game as well. So that's pretty good for... It's a lot easier... I guess as long as they accept your ally request to reach out and find shard members than having to go on the internet and search everywhere or search on Discord for them and find their friends and all that stuff. So if they will accept your ally request, it's a pretty good way to... Uh, That's get the one condition, really, which still is, I don't know. Is well, that here, the weird thing is, right? I'm not sure. There's... If you can bring up their so i don't know if this happens with shard chat or any of that or to try to get someone in a shard chat but if you know at least if you know their ally code and you put it in there if you don't hit ally request but there's also a message button so you don't have to ally someone to message them so i don't know if that's similar if you click on their profile of their account in arena if the message button's there I don't know. I haven't really tried it. Did you notice it. they took ally codes out of the information you can see from your shard mates, though, with this last update? Did they? Well, then that would they yeah. might have done that so you can't message them randomly. So I don't know. Maybe. I guess so. You, but you can go to their stats. It's just that in, that code is gone. Hmm. 
That's interesting. I had not seen that. Anyway, so what's this, next on our agenda? <laughs> the next one is kind kind of this one kind of annoys me, and and it is a quality of life update that is nice, but it's not what I expected, and I don't know if it's what you guys expected. So there's auto post raids now, so there's a way to auto launch raids at a specific mm-hmm. time if you have tickets. Kind of like setting your coffee maker to set co- start making coffee at 6 a.m. You can now mm-hmm. set a the game to open a raid at 6 a.m. if you want to, so you don't have to wake up. But uh, that's there now. But there's also a, a way to add a tagging, no damage time frame. So basically you can set it so 24 hours we're not doing damage which would normally be, you know, what what other most everyone called the registration phase. So everyone would go in, drop a character in there, have it get killed, and then they'd be they'd get their rewards even if they were to miss the raid time. What I thought was going to happen was you open a raid, every single person is now registered for that raid. You don't have to do anything. You don't even have to show up when the raid ends, you're going to get your rewards. But what they changed was you don't have to send a character in to die to get registered you have to hit a join button so there is still a character interaction that every single person has to do themselves the guild leader can't make that happen so there is a way it is nice that it will tally them though it will let you know if they haven't clicked it Mm -hmm. it's got dashes on their name so you can message them Mm -hmm. on discord not in game (laughs) and say hey do this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 gone about it's it went about halfway of what I thought it would. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that I would have... be a really great slogan for the game. It's half <laughs> it went as halfway as I thought it would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have some uh, info about the auto join feature, some secret game changer info. So, in passing, uh CG Carry actually said that that's exactly how she wanted it to be, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you, you, she, she wanted people to actually tap at least a button to receive rewards. So that's why there's a, a join button instead of auto registering everyone, which makes mm. sense, right? Like, I guess that's the minimum participation one could expect. If you can't, if you yeah. can't yeah. press a button, you don't deserve rank or rewards or whatever. Let me. Okay, let me. <laughs> counterpoint that okay and this happened this week for me i work nights i sleep from about 8 a.m till about 2 p.m or 3 p.m we uh, we were we needed to get a rancor in so that we didn't have rancors running during our heroic sith we don't like to have raids other raids going during our heroics just because but Mm -hmm. the so our uh, raid officer opened a rancor at 8, 8 a.m. and with a 12 o'clock post time. So there were four hours of registration. Now, granted, this is a a guild officer thing more than anything, but since it was since the raid op, raid was opened and registered and closed within the time I was asleep, I had zero chance to even click the button that you guys are talking about. So. Mm-hmm. That's why it annoys me because I, I would click the button if I could, but I wasn't even around because I was sleeping in what I consider my night. You know what I mean? So 
That sounds like a personal guild issue. <laughs> <laughs> Four well, hours. I, okay. I'm not going to blame CG for that, obviously. But <laughs> this is why I want. Games. Yeah. <laughs> screwed me again. But the, no, like, like it would if we had the you don't have to do anything to register. There wouldn't been an issue for me. But or eh, we can just blame we can just blame Donald. Thanks, Donald. <laughs> whoever you are donald you won't get Thanks specific Obama. <laughs> i will but, say one thing um i'm not a fan of the uh the new raid feature because you cannot tell it to start a raid on the half hour which is what we do that's true you, yeah. we try to prevent launching and starting raids on the hour because that's when someone could have potentially have a payout ending or starting or whatever. So the fact that we can't do that is a shame, Uh, but it is great that you can prevent preloading damage if you want. Some guilds want to prevent that. And so that is now a thing. Well, we are on the complain that you can't practice. Like if you, if you make hat zero post until damage is open, they're like, no, I can't practice my team. Well, well I can't what learn we do like is Nukin how to do Brotini. <laughs> what, what we do is we oh well, we haven't done this yet because we're still figuring it out. But we're, we've we've talked about and what we're going to do in the next few is set the no damage period till about two or three hours before the raid. So those last two or three hours, people can practice or preload whatever they want to do, and any other time people can't screw it up. So. Oh man, that's had... a perfectly reasonable compromise. I had something I was gonna say, something that drives me crazy about this. What was it? This is the you know problem. what really drives me crazy. <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? <laughs> I can't remember what it was, so maybe I'll remember as we go on. But anyways, basic training events. There was something else added called basic training events. They open at level twenty six. Um, they go from Rebels. Once you finish the Rebels ones, you get an Empire one. Once you finish that one, you get First Order. Once you finish that one, you get Resistance. So basically, it's this event to try to teach you how to use some of the core characters of that faction it is. Kind of cool. Kind of figured it would be a... Uh, wa- a, a wa- I would walk right over it, you know? But uh, I'm kind of impressed and... Kind of like the fact that it's not, once you get to that hard tier, it's not exactly a gimme, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't just auto your way through it. Mm-hmm. Did you guys Did you guys master the Rebels? Did you learn how to play them properly, finally? <laughs> yeah, it took it... like two tries in the end. I have not, I've lost four times and I haven't had enough time today to keep going, so I'll probably do it after the podcast, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a crowd control thing. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Who you got to stun? Don't let them get the uh, taunts up and uh, burn down Thrawn, that type of thing. But and it was it was a kind of a pleasant surprise that it was you open at level twenty six, but even for level twenty six players or or people that have played a long time, there's still a challenge in there. So I thought that was pretty crazy, to be honest. Although mm-hmm. I feel much like some of the events where if you have your seven star Wicked or Tells and you can use whoever you want. Why can't I take my character? If they're rebels, I want to take the rebels I want in there. And I already got them modded and geared super baller anyway. So why can't I use what I know how to take in rather than whatever their 
version of the, it is, you know? <laughs> Whatever why can't I, they have why, on these guys. Why can't I auto it? <laughs> <laughs> well, also the same question if you break it down. Really. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why? I'll, I'll take it one step further. Why am I learning how to play Rebels when they've been out for a year? Right. Like, I already know how to play them. Right. I'm not a new player. So. Well, my assumption was that uh, EA expects a lot of new players to pick up this game from the movie or something. That's why there's all these weird tutorials and quests. We're like, what? Why? Why would I do that? Like, oh, if I was a noob, yeah. Well, I mentioned this. Next thing to click on, you know. <laughs> I mentioned this on last week's podcast, but when I went and saw The Last Jedi, there was actually a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes commercial before the movie started. So every movie that comes out, they are trying their best to capitalize on that, the hype from these movies. Oh man, get I, new players I haven't in here, seen so. a movie for that. I think I saw one at uh, The Last Jedi. Yeah, and I didn't see one at Han Solo. To me, he was like, Solo, "Is that but... your game?" I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and he just shook his head. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> I don't want to see this." It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Shard Shuffle. Light Side Nine A got Scion, and Dark Side Seven B got Visa's Mar. So those two are now in farmable. But I want to say this about the Scion one: I did not have Kylo Ren's shuttle. Before he got put there, so I'm getting double duty off that shard, and I am loving it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's a nice I one would, to find. I would say just in general for for the quality of the character that Scion is, whether you whether no matter what the rest of your roster looks like, you should be farming that node every day. Mm-hmm. You know, that should be the priority for most players in the game if they don't have them seven stars. And even then, if you do have them seven stars and you don't have the shuttle, farm it anyway. Keep going. <laughs> well, let me say it again, as we'll talk about <laughs> later. The shuttle might be pretty good in the uh, the three v three ships ship battles. Maybe. So. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. So Zeta Badget. This is the one that just came out of nowhere. I had not heard anything about this, but suddenly it was there. Zeta Badge Indicator. You can see them on your character screen. You can see them in your arena. And I'm guessing when Territory Wars start tomorrow, or no, it won't be tomorrow, but the next day, we'll probably be able to see Zetas in Territory Wars. What yep. do you guys think about that? Well, what did, Nukin, what did you say? It will end the the fake-out teams? Where you, like, <laughs> yeah. Pretend you have a yeah. Zeta Palpatine <laughs> and just throw in a vanilla one? So I actually did that. I I don't have a Zeta Palpatine, and I but I do have a double Zeta Vader and Tarkin, and so I kind of like it looked GP wise like it was legit, uh, but now <laughs> that type of thing will not work anymore. <laughs> and pe- other people try to like if they don't have a Zeta Barris, they'll try to pretend like they do sometimes. So the fake out teams are now dead. <laughs> I. I used to do that with um, what's his face, Kaigon Jin. I used to do. I, oh my, yeah. My, my Jedi are horrible, but I have a bunch <laughs> of gear ten, so I would throw in like my Eth Koth, uh, Grandmaster Yoda, Kaigon Jin, you know, all those dudes, and hope they never looked. And you know, the sad thing is that no matter the strength of a Jedi team, no one's like, oh no, how am I going to beat this Jedi team? You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. needs to change in this game. They need to make 
of of threatening good for offense like first order is for because holy smokes that that team is amazing in defense on territory wars yes they are they're very good but jedi are not (laughs) just adding one character you know throw in a mara jade or something just give him a cool leadership ability that is better than Qui-Gon's because his is by far the best and it still yeah. doesn't do much for them other than increase their survivability. Give them some good Jedi, but then make sure that they're not the best faction. <laughs> Just have so much SV a little bit better. <laughs> so in my opinion, make them the best just to, to uh, spite Nukin. There we go. <laughs> but I do like this character. I do like the Zeta badge indicator. I think it's pretty cool. It de- It definitely... Mm-hmm. It, it it makes my arena team on my B account seem a lot more viable than it should have been when I can beat these CLS and RJT-led teams with my Zeta Palp. With and we, less... we, should say, we should say that it's more than just a badge indicator because if you pay attention and you look in the center, it actually says the number oh, of yeah. Zetas, too. Right. So... You can go in and, you know, some people in TW, they're using Commander Luke and Rebels, but some Commander Lukes only have one Zeta and others have three. So you can actually easily, quickly see that now. Yep, definitely. Uh, One thing, you know, it's funny. I read this on Reddit like two months ago and it made its way into the update, which I'm kind of surprised about, but... The favorite icon, if you have a person favorited and a piece of gear that they need on the level that the gear level that they are on is in a store, it will put the favorite icon on that piece of gear for you. Mm-hmm. This is very helpful for me. Yeah, like that's it. neat. Yeah, I Although the, it tends to go on things I already know to get anyway, like stun guns. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, wow, wow, thanks, Interface, for telling me. I need stun guns and Carbonis. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> so for, smart these days. <laughs> just a small reminder that Carbonis and stun guns are a thing you need in case you. Have yeah. Fun. Yeah, it doesn't help me either because it. You know, every time there's a stun gun, it's like, oh, flag. Well, yeah, I kind of figured that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it now. Well, here's one that snuck its way back in. Re- units are back to being rearranged by their height. So uh, I noticed this only because I was confused running a entire synergy squad of this was on the test account. I was running an entire synergy squad of scoundrels, and I picked a CLS as an ally just because I had to pick an ally or whatever. And suddenly the CLS is like mixed in with my characters and not in the very top like every ally used to be. It, it was weird. So that has hmm. is back. If you have a Wampa, it will not it will not make it impossible for your opponent to uh, click on BB-8 anymore. Um, so there's that. The rearranging is back. And as far as the 25th release date goes, solo release day, surprise, surprise, surprise. I know it surprised me. I know it probably surprised you, Nukin. And then it surprised everyone else. Kira, marquee event, was coming on Friday. So there she was, dropped right into the game with a marquee event on the day 
of Solo. So Kira was added to this game. Um, yeah, started right there on the 25th. Mm-hmm. Raise, your, raise your hand if you were surprised. I was surprised. I, I, I was not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised that there's no legendary scoundrel event. I'm really hoping that maybe... Wow, that's a good point. Something. Yeah. Because for the last Jedi, we had a legendary event, and that was Jedi Training Ray. And we haven't had a legendary event all year, I believe. So I was expecting to have some sort of legendary scoundrel, but and we, we still might we still might have that, but it's weird that we don't have it before the movie is already here. So you know, I guess this would this would just be intuition, but if you think about the vets and what they required to get Ray if they released some critical character that you need to have their others done, then it means you'd kind of be a fool to not level these characters that can do something with the uh, prepared buff. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Preparing mm-hmm. or prepared. But there's probably going to be a whole team of, like a, like a prep team, call them the doomsday preppers or something. And then <laughs> if you don't have them, then you won't be able to get the droid or whomever it might else be from the movie or Lando, new Lando maybe. I don't know. It just kind of makes sense given how they usually release the cadence of things and what the prerequisites are for the next tier of what you can get. Yeah. I don't I don't know, man. I really don't have any idea when we're going to see another legendary. Because the last one was who? Thrawn? Wasn't it Ray? Ray. I mean, legendary, if you're not, count- not Hero's Journey. So just a legendary character. We have not seen a legendary character since Thrawn. Character. The last legendary was was Chimera. You're right. Thrawn was the last legendary. So I don't know when we're going to see another one, but it seems like we are due one for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. We will see what happens. Um, What else we got here? Tuesday. This one. Why? I don't know. I don't understand why this (laughs) happened, but... Tuesday guild activity was changed from Galactic War to Spending Energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I like that change. It's random. <laughs> Everybody's gonna like get it. number one rewards for that one. So yeah, or top tier rewards, I should say. I like it because on Mondays it felt it always felt weird just not doing your activity and holding it for a day. So I'm glad that that's over. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't know. It's, it's like too little too late. They're changing it now? Really? <laughs> like everyone who cared about it already built the habit. They're just going to save their table the day of anyway for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Here's, here's the only reason it's good for me. Okay, so in our guild, for some of our European members, it was impossible for them to even get 36. So with the way our guild reset was and the way they sleep and everything else, so... We had a set rule that it was 24, but there were always like new people that would join or people not paying attention that would do 36. And, uh-huh. and, and it was became a nightmare because everyone else would suddenly get second place rewards and be like, all right, who screwed up? You know? So yeah, we won't have we that also, problem again. We also did that for a short time period. I think around the launch of Territory Battles, 
a long time ago, months ago. And, you know, it just never worked because we're always <laughs> bringing in someone new who has no idea. And we have this guild charter. No one reads it anyway. And so <laughs> they, join, they join the guild and they're like, oh, I'm just doing my GW. And they don't even realize that they're just pissed off 49 other people. <laughs> hey, I got an idea for you. Unlisted nuke and YouTube video of you reading it to them. Maybe they'll watch it. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then you would know if they didn't because your view count wouldn't go up. Yeah. Or well, if it I did go when... up, you'd know someone had a crush on you. So. I know when people don't watch my videos because they they ask me questions that I've already covered. So. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Fleet Arena rewards expanded. So now they go from 25 to 200 like I was asking for. That, never mind. 25 to 50, but they were expanded. So I thought it should be 200, but it was expanded to 50. So I can't complain. Because at least they've expanded. And hopefully they keep expanding over time. I don't know. But where do you guys usually fall in ship arena? Well, I am a ship captain, right? <laughs> oh, good point. I have yeah. done 277 wins, so you can guess about where I'm sitting. You're, you're a ship private. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the red shirt. Oh, yeah. sorry. Star, I think Star Trek a, reference I, on a Star Wars podcast. I think it's a good change. I always thought the top 20 was a little bit too pretentious or whatever. So top 50 is better. Top 100 or 200 probably be even better than that. But uh, and it's nice that they expanded it. So we'll see if they continue to expand that. I think top 50 is what, like 50 crystals now or something? Yeah, somewhere in there. I have there. to go check. Greater than zero at least. So that's a thing. More than it they might were getting. be better than you know, because there's a lot of people that um, that show up in the shard or new content. Most of us, if we have organized shard agreements, then it's just kind of annoying when someone comes in like, "Oh my god, I can climb to one!" Like, yes, anyone can. Can you please be considerate about it? You know, what's your play out? <laughs> please, this is ours. You know, and if they don't play by the rules. Spite but, them. Um, Smite them. The... Well, you know what? <laughs> Your mighty hammer. I just realized, yeah, I feel like I'm on a soapbox. Anyway, you sound like about... you sound like an elitist that's complaining about interlopers. In oh, my God. Chat. Exactly <laughs> what I, like. I know. I don't yeah. do that. I don't complain about that anymore. It's like, right? So it's like I they're, won't they're say just, They're just trying to play the game, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like uh, one guy staring down at an Imperial blockade and not knowing it's there. You're like, I'm yes. going for it. I can make it through this gas cloud. I, I did check, and if you rank between 21 and 50th, you get 50, a whopping 50 crystals. So there hey, you go. That, that is one refresh of normal energy, so I will take it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta squash those peons rising up. You got it, Cabo. <laughs> I just did a fleet battle, and I have to say that Boba Fett, with all of his upgrades, he's just great. He's just balling he's, out of control. Yeah. He's fantastic. One last thing, a note on ship AI. This will lead us into ships. We know that there have been some questions about how the AI handles calling in reinforcements during ship battles and wanted to shed some light on how it works. 
Due to the importance of board presence and the new reinforcement abilities, the reinforcement AI will prioritize fleet survivability first. Then it checks battlefield conditions to determine if a heal or dispel ally or enemy is needed. Finally, offense-oriented ships will be called if the other options are not available. In an instance where more than one ship can fulfill any of the same conditions, it will call the ship in the leftmost reinforcement slot first. So, whoever you want to get called first, put it in the left. If you need a tank, if you need a tank immediately, it's going to pull a tank. If you don't need that, but you need to dispel, it's going to pull that next. And if you need a attacker, it's going to pull that last. So, interesting information on what the AI does there. So, everyone should know that at least to set up how they do their reinforcements knowing what it's going to try to do if that makes sense mm -hmm. although i have noticed as what when the capital ship cannot call a reinforcement on the ai knowing this if i can take bigs down to the red for example on his health bar then thrawn ship will call for the heal rather than the aoe but if it's in the yellow, it'll do the AOE, which is actually a better advantage because then I have another turn to finish him off mm -hmm. without having to use it to just as a counter. Huh. That makes sense. Interesting information, too. Anything, it's like, just frustrating to not kill Biggs, really. Biggs is the absolute champion of ships right now. By <laughs> Any time that he margin. can get protection back is obnoxious. Especially if you mm -hmm. have a chance to kill him. I'm actually really hopeful and kind of thinking about experimenting and dropping on the reinforcement for Clone Sergeant because it gives him an extra 25% protection. And he has protection regain on his own as well as other opportunities from other ships. And he's a pretty decent tank. I just don't know if it's worth it beforehand. You but... know what's funny about that? Is we're when we get down here, we're gonna talk about favorite compositions and reinforcement abilities. But literally, the one you're talking about is is the one I'm most intrigued with right now, because of those protection regen regen abilities. The fact he's already mm -hmm. beefy, the fact that he gains forty percent protection when you reinforce him, and then on top of that, as long as he has protection, he has a a, a um, taunt, so you can dispel yeah. him. It's gonna come right back. He is one that really interests me. Um, I'm going to play around with him on the, the test account because that... Um... I've done about 20 battles with him so far, and I think that mine just isn't strong enough, mm -hmm. but I'm unwilling to put in... I have given, I have him at gear 11. He needs one piece to go 12 for the pilot, and the ship you know, has whatever it had before these updates came through. Gotcha. But it does seem like a pretty cool opportunity. I just don't know if he'll change the meta because really everyone's running Biggs and Vader and another ship, generally a TIE pilot, mm -hmm. you know. And Boba's your first reinforcement in, I would say, 60% of the battles I've seen so far. Right. And after that, it's just how you play it or how RNG works out or who has the better upgrades. So, Ships 2.0 dropped this week, and holy crap, have I not heard the end of it on every single Discord server that I am on. It has been uh, a, quite a touchy subject. 
Um, <laughs> some good, some bad. Um, so I just want to say this, all right? Fresh off the top on this topic before we go into what's happened and everything else. Um, a lot changed at the same time, right? And as far as everything goes, I feel like we're not going to know what's good and what's bad for another at least two weeks, if mm-hmm. not more than that. So be getting mad right now that it it's hard and and you're... I can understand being mad that you leveled up certain ships for the old type of ships, and if they're not as good now, I can understand that. Because gear 12-ing a crappy character that you never use for anything else but ships kind of sucks. But I will... Yeah. But, but as far as, like, the way this is going to flesh itself out over time, how the battles are supposed to be shorter but seemingly are longer now, uh, mm-hmm. I think over time they'll get faster. Right now, we don't know what we're doing as much with these new abilities. I think it'll it'll, I think it'll even out over time. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I yeah. would agree with that. I would also like to quote Nukin from the other night, where someone was <laughs> frantically asking the question over and over: "What's the best fleet? What's the best fleet?" Like I'm dropping. What? Why? What's the unbeatable fleet? It's like, listen. He just said, "Relax. No one knows what they're doing." Just take a breath and wait a few days. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a reason why I haven't made a top 10 ship video or reinforcement video so far, because we have no idea what that is currently right now. And if yeah. anyone does make that piece of content, I would, you know, be skeptical of it because no one really does. Uh, even us with dev accounts, I, I think there's a lot to experiment with so far. And I think, and to talk about time, yeah, it takes longer because we don't have anything upgraded. Uh, my capital ship isn't fully upgraded yet, and I barely have any Omega abilities, and I only have one reinforcement mat thing on Boba Fett. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the scale will change once, you know, quote unquote, everyone. Well, if you're in the top 20 or your shard, by the time your neighbors have that stuff, you'll have it. Yeah, and, and, and the meta could easily change in that condition. And also, uh, we're getting new gear 12, which is even more stats for your ships later down the road. So the the meta is not going to be here tomorrow. It's going to be here way later. It's much mm-hmm. harder to create a ship meta than it is an arena meta. And think of this too. New content. Or sorry, not new content, but updated content. Ships 2.0, it's new. Anyone that mm-hmm. didn't like ships before is probably giving it a chance now to see if they like it. So if you're falling, it might not be that someone has figured out the most amazing team. It might be that since we were all using the same team before, that same team can beat the same team still, and they're just beating you because these people that weren't playing before are climbing, trying to test out whether they like this now or don't you know there right now i would guess that there are a lot more people playing ships every day and not going in and forfeiting like i used to than they did mm-hmm. before so there's probably a lot of activity in your shard that wasn't there before so yep it's not that someone has it figured out so much as maybe five people, people attacked you instead of one to practice you, you know? know yeah exactly yeah 
They're they're busy playing with their clone trooper. <laughs> yeah, I spent like two hours the other night. I was watching a movie and just waiting for the refresh to come through, sitting at one, hitting everyone that I usually have to climb past each day in our shard organization. And I was like, okay, well, this seems either due to luck or I don't know what I'm doing or my ships aren't good. And two <laughs> of those things aren't true. I just didn't know what I was doing. And I feel like now it's really, you know, there was there was this point in time when, I don't know if it was when Luke came out, but there was no unbeatable team anymore. Night Sisters had their reign, but everyone was looking for, like, what's the team that holds on defense? And the answer is almost everything has a counter. I feel like that might be even more the case now with the ship changes, which is a good thing, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. They said it's going to be rock, paper, scissors. Uh, so I think that there's going to be counters for ships for sure. Yeah. There needs to be another bigs. Like, well, especially as we go, go forward, because I think that now that they've. Or actually, no, get ships, rid of bigs. That would be awesome. Yeah. Make it, he's had his there? time. <laughs> yeah. But I think that. Like, they just need to take him and shoot him in the back of the head and be like, all right, dude. You're not even a hologram anymore. Not in this out the game. garbage, out the garbage compactor <laughs> on the Star Destroyer. The um, what I was trying to say is now that they've reworked ships, there's a good chance that we might see more ships more often because it might be where they want it now as opposed to where it was. So we didn't see a lot of ships added to the game in the last eight nine months, besides maybe no. a commander or a new capital ship, uh, the Silencer. Silencer? Is that what it's called? And the SF uh, TIE fighter pilot got a ship too. Yeah, so there weren't a ton. There were some, but they might be more now that they they might have the ships where they want them, you know what I mean? So I think new and old players alike would really appreciate if they release ships that are for characters we already happen to have geared up, like Anakin or Commander Luke or R2, for example. Mm-hmm. or any version of the five Hans we have that doesn't have a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll say this, and I said it on the podcast in the past. They painted themselves in a corner by requiring pilots. Requiring a pilot to be geared up and in the game for them to add the ship for that character to pilot made it so they couldn't add the Naboo Starfighter because they didn't have the Naboo security guard in the game or, you know, if they didn't oh, require Cup pilots. Have a yeah. Give yeah. Cup a ship. Exactly. <laughs> it, you have to have a character to have a ship right now. And if it wasn't that way, they could have already added a wings, B wings, all the different, different, all the different types of tie fighters, the droid ships, all those things, because they wouldn't need characters. But right now, the way it is, you have to have the character to go with the ship. So, it kind of made it hard in the long run. So hopefully they find a way oh, hey. to work around Technically, it. Probe Droid could be a ship or at least a missile in a space <laughs> battle, you know? <laughs> Not only in I character guess. battles does he blow things up, but he does it in ship in space too. That so would be awesome. You could take Probe Droid in and he's just like... <laughs> immediately. He just adds a <laughs> ability to your capital ship. If you put him as a re- reinforcement, that shoots him as a missile. <laughs> for 90, 99,000 damage. Are there, oh, there's no hardware upgrades for the 
capital ships. Nope. nope. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. here's another thing we can talk about with ships. So this is actually probably thanks to Nukin and since Thrawn came out, realizing that it took roughly, I think, somewhere between seven and 800 prestige tokens to take a, a new capital ship to the max ability levels. And so I had just been slowly buying those from for the, maybe the last three or four months. I don't know. When did Thrawn ship come out? But And then I stopped because I had about 1,400 of them, and I was like, well, that'll be plenty for anything we'll introduce. <laughs> and so I maxed out his abilities, and now I have just over... I think I just got more than 300 today from buying them once when they show up. Mm-hmm. But it is extremely expensive to max these things out. Because oh, yeah. somewhere in the range of 1,800 to 2,000 prestige overall, and you can only buy, what, 30 a day? 10 at a time. Usually twice. Yeah. Even at rank one, you can buy like one and a half of those per day if yeah. you don't have a storage for it. So. It is it is really pricey to level these things up. Mm-hmm. And so choose no, wisely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And prestige is other than from the squad arena store. I guess when they add this new PVE ship content, which will be like light dark side battles or something, you'll see it there. But it's not going to be. It's probably going to drop as as often as Omegas do. Or, you know, or I don't know those hardware pieces from 6A right now. They yes. don't drop that often. So let's, you can't really rely on it. Let's get into the notes we had for this because it'll cover mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we're just uh, spitballing. The uh, reinforcement abilities were introduced. So new sh- material used to update. This this replaces what was listed as hardware, ship hardware, coming soon for a year and a half. This mm-hmm. is what the year and a half brought us is reinforcement abilities. So it's a new uh, new uh, mat. Um, they gave us 75 of them, I believe, when Ships 2.0 came out, which was enough to do a Tier 1 ability and 50 out of 75 to get the second upgrade on that. Um, they gave us a few Ship Omegas as well. Um, but, yeah, I want to ask you guys if you think this... Do you think this will become like ship Zetas, or are we going to get this more often than we do Zetas? Uh, I, oh, well, technically, these are sort of like Zetas for ships. When you upgrade, like the final upgrade on one of these things, it boosts your power by like over 2,000, which is around what a right. Zeta would do for a character. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely like ship Zetas. Um, are they as rare? Uh, we don't get them in the ship ability material challenge. We just get Omegas there, right? In yep. Prestige. Mm-hmm. So the only way that we're getting these right now is if, well, if you whale up and buy some packs or from the Cantina node until in June, mid to late June, when we get the fleet battles. Uh, so it, I think we really just have to wait until fleet battles starts to figure out how long it will take to farm these uh we have a guildmate of ours jolly who did a really thorough job calculating how many omegas and zetas you can get per month 
And so I'm sure him or someone else will figure out the accumulation rate of these new materials eventually. So I would imagine they would be around the same rate as Omega's, assuming that you're not purchasing them if they're available in a store, which is roughly one to two a day. You know, that's that's an interesting point that I hadn't thought about is Zetas are in stores. Uh, what are the odds that we see these abilities or these materials put into a store, like the Fleet Arena store? Or, I could see that. Fleet store would that. make a lot of sense, yeah. Fleet Arena store or Cantina. Well, I guess there's the Cantina has ship stuff and so does Arena. So Fleet store used to have gear in it, so it would make sense that they would bring like, you know, gear for ships into it. There might be a brand new store where the fleet battles is. So. Well, they said there's a new sure. energy for this new game mode for ships, right? It, ev- yeah. I think every energy has its own store, right? So it might be in that location. Maybe. We'll have to yeah, wait and a, see. That is a good point. That would be interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for fleet battles. I mean, so much has dropped in the last two weeks, and then... S- we still know fleet battles are coming, so there's another thing to look forward to. It's crazy that there's still that much stuff we know is coming, you know what I mean? So Yeah, the game is changing fast, so you have to keep up. <laughs> yeah, now, you're, now, you're, now your dailies screen looks like WoW's, WoW's uh, quest screen. Overwhelming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a lot of people did not realize this. Uh, I'm glad that I hadn't done these before someone else had put out an at everyone on one of the thousand of services I'm on on Discord. But there is a new challenge tier, and you kind of mentioned it already, Nukin, but there is a new challenge tier that you need to three-star to be able to multi-sim um, that includes ship omegas now. So if you Oh, that was did- me that time. Oh, it also way. includes prestige, <laughs> was it? by yeah, the way. Yeah, it probably, yeah. I saw it. So, it, yeah. You can get prestige from that tier as well. That's why they added a new tier, because mm-hmm. there was no other place than Squad Arena to acquire that. But it's only maximum of five that I've seen so far for mm-hmm. battles, so it's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make sure to save up 2,000. Remember, you need 2,000 to max a new capital ship. Hey, I hadn't Some, said anything like on... That. I hadn't said anything when you mentioned it, though. I was at I was at a thousand prestige when ships 2.0 dropped as well, so I was in pretty good shape. Yeah, because I was waiting for. Uh, did you? Who did you max? Thrawn. I matched Thrawn, but then uh, now yeah. I, we'll get into this here in a second. But now I'm kind of wishing I had done something else. But we'll. I'll, I'll tell you. What. Really? Okay. Probably, it, like, but that's because I gear people like Gamorrean Guard. I make bad decisions, so it probably yeah. would have been a bad decision, but. I do what I do. I have 277 fleet wins. What do I care? All right. So okay, everyone what do you want to cover before that? <laughs> everyone yeah. listening right now should do the opposite of what you're doing. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what you should live by anyway when you listen to the shatter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So change starting fleet from five to three. So I think this is all just the basic stuff. I'll fly through it real quick. Change starting fleet mm-hmm. from five to three. So now you don't have five in there. Once that... Once that uh, cooldown is up, you can immediately bring someone in as a reinforcement using their reinforcement abilities, forcing you to choose between, if you have a seven-star capital ship, four different ones with 
totally different reinforcement abilities that can all do different things to help you in your whatever battle you are on. So that's cool. Ships have been reworked to increase viability and inject more dynamics to the combat, which is what I just mentioned with different reinforcement abilities for different situations you can find yourself in. And the last one is the timer was changed from 7 minutes and 30 seconds to 5 minutes. I don't really want to debate this because I'm pretty sure you'd both agree with me that we are, since we're at the part where people are still figuring things out, they did this to make fleet battles faster, but I think they're slower now, but only because people are don't know what these ships do compared to what they used to do. So they're trying to figure it out, and it takes a little longer. Mm. Yeah, or my favorite phrase in what you just read, maybe people don't know how to inject their dynamics yet. <laughs> <laughs> Quote it. <laughs> well, you did write that. <laughs> 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 inject more dynamics alright so this is the fun part this is the part where I want to hear from you two I'll, I'll go down my list and then I want to hear from you guys because uh, I might have left it a little open for the more obvious but I like to do I will like to talk about weird things so I'll do my weird things and then you guys can go over the more common things people have talked about or your own weird things you just tell me so first off are you calling me not weird I mean, most of the time, if you call someone weird, they're offended. If I'm not calling you weird and you're offended, I guess you are weird. So, Well, we apologies. all have our damage. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So, favorite comps or favorite or interesting reinforcement abilities we haven't played with yet. I'm going to cover a few of them. The first one that I have played with and is a very fun comp is Home One, the Home One capital ship. And this is why I said I kind of wish I didn't do Thrawn. Only because oh, right. this comp is super fun. All three Geonosian ships as your starters with Home 1 as your um, as your capital ship is amazing. This this comp, I played it on... Who else is on their Jedi Consular? All the assists? That would be a good one. I didn't play that. I didn't try that. You know what? I'm about to try that this week. And <laughs> now you've thrown ideas in my head. But this team does a lot of assists, and home one gives you offense if you attack out of turn, along mm -hmm. with uh, turn meter. I think it's turn meter. I, I, protection I, I, up. Protection up. There you go. So it's it's ridiculous. Geo Spy has a ability that's kind of like Commander Cody or uh, Chirpa or Veers, where he calls in all other Geonosian or Separatist ships to attack with him which can mm -hmm. seriously one-shot a ship, depending on how good your characters for those ships are geared. Uh, Geonosian Soldier has an assist on it. Uh, Sunfac has stun. There's a lot of really good abilities between those three Geonosians mixed in with that Home 1 ship. And then you can throw in your reinforcements like Slave 1 or like I was playing on the test account on the live stream I did this week. I was doing running Home 1, Geonosians, with Phantom, Slave One, uh, Clone Sergeant, and someone else. But basically what I would do is the first reinforcement I did Phantom One to have another ship out there to throw out turn lo or target lock, but also to reduce the reinforcement ability of Home One. So the next time Home One took a turn, I brought in Boba Fett. So now I got the tank taunting. I got uh, Phantom Two and all the Geonosians versus whatever they have left. 
and it was just ridiculous this the way this team worked obviously like we said too early to say that this might be a meta team but in the early game right now super fun to play with maxed out uh mm-hmm. so that's if my you just happen to have a genius and spy gear 12 <laughs> that's that's yeah. the other thing i do i that's finally got him seven star this week recipe. Yeah, it, that's well. The funny thing is about the three Geonosian ships. His is the most dynamic to me right now, because of that all assist. And if we do mm-hmm. see more a separatist rework in the future, that includes maybe adding more ships with the separatists. That that could be even more powerful. You know what I mean? So they really first. are like clones because they Cody had as an all assist, and Echo has that passive kind of like Geonosian soldier or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. And none of them hit really hard, but altogether it adds up. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, you know? it was a lot of fun to play with this week. I, I enjoy that one. I don't have, I don't have geo spy on my regular account geared up like past level 53 gear five or whatever. So it's really not an idea I can use on my, my actual account right now, but, it's something I'm thinking about. So some of the reinforcements I like, though, also. Clone Sergeant, which you mentioned already. Naughty, yeah. so we were on the same page there. Fully maxed out, inner battle, Clone Sergeant, Arc 170 gains protection up, 40%, and taunts while he has protection. Already a beefy character, so pretty decent tank option uh, worth thinking about and playing with. Ahsoka, double dispel. Uh, inner battle, dispel all buffs on target enemy and gain 20% max health for each buff dispelled. So not only can she dispel one person, suddenly she's going to take a turn where she can dispel another character. So depending on who you click on and who you want to dispel, you can dispel two people with her when you bring her in. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, Ghost target lock combo. I thought this one would be cool. I don't know if Mm -hmm. it would ever work, but uh, when Ghost comes in, if you inflict critical chance down on all... It inflicts critical chance down on all enemies for two turns and inflict target lock on enemies who suffer from the critical chance down that you landed, which can't be evaded or resisted. So the turn, the uh, target lock is going to land if they got crit chance down. So Mm -hmm. the other part to this is there are three characters with as much potency as him in the game at the top. So Ghost already has the top potency you can get from a ship in the game at 42%. So there's a out of all the ships and these types of abilities, his, his is the best one for this type of thing. But if you can land target lock on three, four, five, and you have fives in the battle shooting off his AoE, you're going to get some pretty good damage off. So I thought that was an interesting combo as well. I haven't tried it yet. I want to try that this week, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say fives right behind Boba Fett is probably second contender for best person to have in those first two left-to-right slots for reinforcements. Well, that oh, are you question. using both? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Boba's first, fives is next, and then I have usually Poe or Reaper or silencer in the last slots, but those are more for fun. You know, here's one ship that I really thought would be more promising is Cassian's U-Wing. 
Because when it comes into battle, it dispels all the buffs on usually who's taunting. But I gotta say, I'm just, I can't get this ship to work. I did maybe 20 battles with it as a reinforcement as and in starting lineup, and it just, on paper, it's so promising. But I really, I will lose against, if I just throw in a TIE fighter instead, I'm like, well, am I trying to make the U-Wing work? It, I don't know why it doesn't work for me because I have a double Zeta Gen and that should get <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> the ship is better. I think it, when you call it to come in, it does its uh, assist attack first now instead of the target lock, which it used to do. Yeah. But usually when I call in a reinforcement, the reason I do that is not because, oh, I would really like this taunt not to be here. You want to call in a murder machine. One of the problem with the the ship changes recently is that like fives is calibrated to take damage from five different sources each turn, right? And now you only have three, four if no one's died since you got to call in a reinforcement. So having damage output um, support characters is far more than just having support characters. Like, oh, not enough protection. Here you go. You know, you want you want characters that have damage output and offense up and all of that kind of stuff because Biggs is a, is probably like the villain of ship battles right now. He's just so hard to kill overall. I'm not having too much difficulty with him actually. I'm Maybe I have either. enough. Uh, we I I might have enough oomph. Definitely, yeah. if you can't take him out and the next turn following the enemies have a bunch of target lockers out there then yeah it's and he goes back up to full of protection you're a sad panda but if you <laughs> have more if if i'm if i'm playing around with a, a ship comp that doesn't involve significant damage output as the main focus he becomes very difficult to deal with mm-hmm What else? You know what? Cassian is one that I almost put on there, too. It's interesting your experience with him, as you said. He definitely... If you're going to use Cassian's Ewing, you definitely don't want to use him with Geonosians. Because Sunfac is a tank that taunts and gains defense if they have buffs. And if you're getting rid of their buffs with Cassian as a reinforcement, then... It's like counteracting your <laughs> synergy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, let me neuter you. I'm going to be the yeah. hero. The thing is, what's weird is there's a lot of shifts like Cassian's where it has a special ability. And same with, um, the. I think it's the Phantom. It's like, inflict target lock. Use your whole turn to inflict target lock and another potential random target lock. How about do damage to them and immediate... Thanks, Vader. You know, land a target lock that can't be dodged, and also, as soon as it expires, you get it back again. Yes, thank you. Let's have that instead. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you are trying to argue that they should be doing some things, but there's, like, there's other strategies than just trying to do one thing. So I think it's fine. Some Not all ships are going to be doing the same thing. That's true. Do you have any other cute little strategies, Punk, <laughs> to talk about? <laughs> no, you were no, talking about the command shuttle, 
right? That's it for me. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. You go. You. Go, I want to hear what you guys got. All right, oh. I'll start. Uh, I'm using Thrawn. I thought about using my Executrix uh, because I have a double Zeta Tarkin, and I did run that ship and enjoy. I enjoyed using it. I think eventually we're all gonna have you know all these ships maxed out with prestige, but we can only do one to start off with. I went with Thrawn because he's most flexible. Uh, there's going to be other strategies that are niche that probably work better. Like, for example, we talked about Geonosians in Home 1. Mm-hmm. You can use Geonosians with Thrawn too, but it's probably better with Home 1. Uh, but I went with a tank to start off with and then tie silencer and advance in my starting rotation. And they were good before Chips 2.0, and they're also good after chips 2.0 now, you have us done yeah go did, ahead now did you write tank because you didn't want to say bigs on camera or <laughs> well i am using bigs i am using bigs, <laughs> but i put tank because i think i think sunfac could fit in there and also i do think that we're going to have more ships coming down the line and what better yet to have another tank that replaces uh, Bigs being like the best tank, so I, I I'm speculating that we're gonna get another type of tank. I'm hoping it's an Empire ship, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'm using Silencer in advance. It's easy mode. Uh, you stun on basic, and you have a guy that automatically like target locks, and you can't cleanse it. What is not <laughs> to like? It worked yeah. before, and it works now. I my win rate is like 95 percent or something crazy, like that, and I haven't settled on my full four reinforcements, but I have kind of settled on the first two. And I like using the TIE Reaper and Slave One as my first few reinforcements. Because right about when they call in their first reinforcement, it's always like Scimitar or their own Slave One. And you just need to like dispel something and the counter, the retribution or whatever. And TIE Reaper just comes in and is like, all right. That's gone now. So <laughs> yeah, you. that he is he's more valuable for that than the turn meter reduction, but that also ensures actually, you know, I've noticed with the AI that I will often get to Thrawn's Annihilate before the other ship. And mm-hmm. just when I think it's gonna happen to me, it will use the first basic and call an assist with the only ship left. Yeah. I'm like, wow, okay, I would have lost here, but thanks, AI. So something <laughs> about how they're prioritizing those choices. Which is usually the the rightmost opportunity that's not on cooldown. Uh huh. And uh, I know some people were disappointed with their tie reapers. You know, if you're listening to this and about six minutes here disappeared into the void. So apologies for that, but uh, we'll start right back in after that six minute interval disappeared for whatever reason my hard drive decided to stop recording but here you go <laughs> well my three favorite reinforce other than boba fett's just kind of a no-brainer mm-hmm. <clears throat> but poe silencer and clone sergeant are my favorites just for switching it up a little bit to bring in as reinforcements and um another friend of ours he had maxed out the silencer and under all the right conditions, he said you can bring it as, in as a reinforcement. And if it has advantage, 
then it can one shot a fives with full protection. Does like 150k damage or something yeah. with this special. But this is assuming that you have all the hardware on it, all of the Omega upgrades, for example. So, and I just took the pilot to gear 11 today. I've been slacking on him. But Poe I often use as a reinforcement. He's just a really good way to... I'm stuck in the old ways when the TIE fighter dodged every hit, which doesn't <laughs> really seem to happen that much anymore. But I still treat it like it will dodge. You know, it's like don't point a weapon at anything, even though you know it's unloaded. So, but other than that, I have a lot of, I have a lot of hope that Clone Sergeant will somehow become some cool meta character. I have my doubts about it, but I'm very tempted to uh, <laughs> max up his hardware just to play with it. Although most of the time, I find when calling reinforcements the most important thing is to increase damage output to finish off the other, just win the battle. So, okay, Biggs is dead. Calling in Clone Sergeant, is that really needed when you could call in, like, anyone else that could actually Maybe. end the battle? You know what I mean? So if you're sure. choosing between Clone Sergeant and Slave 1 as your first, I don't think you would ever choose Clone Sergeant as your second, third, or fourth reinforcement. I think in a lot of battles, right. yes. your first one is going to be a tank. So are you going yeah. to use Slave 1 or are you going to be, are you going to use Clone Sergeant? You know, that's yep. that's the choice you're making. So you're probably not going to ever use Boba and Clone Sergeant if that becomes a thing in the same reinforcement group. You know what I mean? Oh. Well, I went all in on Boba, so one of you guys with dev accounts needs to play with Clone Sergeant <laughs> for me. I need there to live is. vicariously that this dream can work. <laughs> Mario. I'm not motivated to play with the clone sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> anyway, that's what... Neither is Wink, I'm sure. My Mr. whole shard, to answer your question and get back on point, my whole shard is basic, basically using Biggs, TIE Advanced, and another TIE Fighter, usually, with Boba as their first reinforcement. And probably I did that to them. They're just copying what I'm doing. It's... I just want to switch it to something ridiculous and see if anyone does that. <laughs> and that'll and it'll be completely different probably one <laughs> month from now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. So, all right, well anyone else have any other ship stuff that you want to talk about? No, emphatically no. They're <laughs> <laughs> like get it out of my face. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. All right. Well, I'm, pr I'm, sure... I'm proud of you for being able to discuss ships. <laughs> now, hey, are you beginning you, to like? Are you beginning to like it now? Well, okay. Um, I don't know you if you guys heard or not. My, uh, there was a combination that is totally gone now, and is I'm going to have to find a new one to love. But my B account, actually, not my main account, is what made me love ships for the last two or three months. But I was running the. The um, Thrawn Millennium Falcon Ghost combo for the mm -hmm. AOE, to stack up the AOE and just one shot AOE the other team, and I <laughs> trying to make that work every battle is what got me through ship battles. So trying to find different combinations like that that are fun is what's made ships fun for me. And and that now that 
2.0 has come out and, and every combination could possibly be viable and hasn't been ruled out yet, it, it's making it fun for me. So I'm See, enjoying you like, thinking of these. You like to do like combinations with your units and try to be, you know, pull some sort of some strategy off and be successful with it. Yeah, cheeky. I want to be cheeky All right. with my battles. All right. Gotcha. So I like to ice skate uphill t- sometimes too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like to gear gam guard sometimes. All right. Well, next combination, or I got a sounder for this next group. So I'm going to play it real quick, and you guys aren't going to hear it again. So enjoy your sounds. Okay. <laughs> hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us? Less experienced players. So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. (laughs) All right. So new player segment. I asked Nukin and Naughty if they had any ideas for tips for new players that uh, they could throw out here this week. um, Just to kind of give anyone ideas about what's going on in the game right this very moment and what they can do in the future to help themselves out. So, uh, Nuka, yeah, sure. what do you got? What, what kind is, of new player? Is this where I monologue now? <laughs> yes, I'm going to let you monologue. And All right. I'm just going to listen. Well, Naughty was taking a nice, glorious nap, so I actually took the initiative to write this. So you're welcome, <laughs> new players. <laughs> uh, but uh, So we're going to talk about taking advantage of double slash bonus drops. So right now, we still have uh, double drops going on right now. And if you're listening to this post-double drops, don't worry, they're going to be coming back probably multiple times over the course of the life of, you know, the light later this year. So let's talk about what you do and kind of how to prepare for it. So first of all, first bullet point, have a stashed resource number and don't go below it. So for every resource in the game, have a threshold where you don't try to dip below that. So if it's credits, name a number, I don't know, 10 million, 20 million, 40 million, whatever that is, and pretend like you're never supposed to use that unless it's an emergency. And you do that for every resource. And particularly, you want to do that, if you can, with crystals. So if you have, you know, 1,000 or 2,000 crystals kind of laying around, you can sort of last minute prepare for some sort of event. And one of the events could be double drops. So that is my first recommendation. Then you want to actually potentially take some initiative and speculate when we might be having such an opportunity. Usually when we have bonus or double drops, it's for a big event like a movie, Star Wars Celebration, May the 4th. You know, these type of events all have hype surrounded around them. And usually there's going to be some sort of bonus you know, activity. And most often there's a lot of double and bonus drops. So we just had bonus drops recently in May, and now we have double drops here because of solo. So potentially speculate. Now, if you think it's coming up, what should you do? You should hoard your resources. All right. So pay attention to when they're coming. And then when you find out 
that they're coming. So you're, you've paid attention on the forums and you've heard that they're coming for sure. It's no longer a speculation, uh, you know, thing. They're coming like tomorrow or later in the week. Create a plan of what you're going to do with your resources. Don't try to do everything. Don't, don't spread yourself thin. Like, for example, right now, we just recently got Night Sister Spirit and Sith Marauder in the Cantina. Don't try and do a little bit of that and a little bit of this. <laughs> Go try and, and seven star one of the characters or choose that your goal is to farm, you know, speed mods or offense mods. Don't try and do multiple things. Create a plan of what to farm and execute on that plan. Don't get distracted by all the shiny things. Uh, so that is that is my recommendation. And uh, when you're executing on the plan, you want to go in to these double drops with extra energy over the maximum. So we we normally accumulate energy, you know, over the course of the day. You actually are going to stop accumulating energy when you go over the maximum, and you want to make make sure that you're make sure that you're getting your minimum guild ticket requirements that your guild requires, whether it's, you know, 200, 400, 600 a day, so your officers don't yell at you. But on top of that, buy extra refreshes and save them and then unload all of it when Double Drops begins. And so, and then also do well, try to do your best in Arena during Double Drops so you can accumulate the maximum amount of crystals and use that during double drops because usually it's it's more than just a one day thing it's a few days and so that is my sort of suggestions on how to tackle double or bonus drops double drops is definitely way more important than bonus drops but uh any anything to add to that guys punk or naughty mine's that's more, the end of my uh, monologue mine's more math related um so and you guys can correct me on this if I'm wrong, but 999 is the most you can get naturally, right? And then mm -hmm. you can buy an, a refresh that'll push you up to, you know, whatever that refresh number is plus the 999. Yes. So, so if you know you're going to have bonuses the day before double drops start, wait until you get all those bonuses all the bonus energies and then buy your refreshes that way you're getting the most energy you can from your your refreshes and not buying them before you get the bonus refreshes whereas you might lose energy you could get for free because you bought them early so right you can get really high in energy and be really ready to go that next day but if you buy the actual crystal refresh ref, ref, refresh you buy the actual <laughs> crystal refreshes too early, you might miss out on the the free energy from the bonuses. So just plan it out during the day, through the day, like Nukin said. And once the, right, right before midnight, when you're about to buy, you spend that energy, get those refreshes, push yourself to the max, and be completely ready to go. Yep. And yep. so the there's actually a maximum normal energy as well. I think it's around two thousand. Uh, so that's that's something as well. Honestly, if you can go in double drops with you know 700 cantina energy and you know 1200 normal energy, you know it's not perfect, but that is definitely way more than going in with nothing. <laughs> yeah. Don't, so. 
that that's more of like yeah well you were talking about a cherry on top situation like trying to go in with maximum canteen energy and that that's a good point before like so you want to if you if you go over a thousand dip below to like 998 or something or 999 and then buy a refresh and then get collect your cantina energy that's that's a good point yeah i think that's really good beginner guides and i guess to um most newer players to the game the only thing i would add to that is um get out while you can (laughs) 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 quick throw him back in the basement (laughs) yeah But no, there's a lot of opportunities for newer players these days where, you know, the the legitimacy of an EP team in Arena, for example, has some alts that probably sat dormant for a year or so, suddenly showing up in very mature shards and climbing to, into the top 20 just out of nowhere. Everyone's like, who is that guy? I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so's alt. He's just seeing if... You know, not having Kenobi or anything important will help it. So, well, there's, there's, it's interesting now as a new player because they've implemented a lot of things recently that don't even apply to us as in game players that really help new players, right? So these quests are kind of annoying to us, but as a new player, they're going to be good. The, the learn how to play the rebels and Empire and First Order and, and resistance missions, those are going to be good because those those shards are going to be good for them. You know, they're they're teach them how to play those characters. Uh, there's Plus, a lot they're of event units, so yeah. they don't have to rely on their underleveled, non-existent characters if they don't have them. Exactly. Yeah, so I, you're right. A new player entering this game, this is probably the best time to enter because now you you have a structured quest system that kind of like programs you how to be a good player and, and helps to prepare you to actually join a more sort of competitive guild environment. Uh, so that's with the starter guilds as well. So it's, and all with all these events and you know, there's the Geonosian ship event too. Like they're doing a great job before when we, when we were playing the game, you know, I feel so long ago, you know, being below level 85, but you had to basically teach yourself everything or, you know, go and search for guides or videos. And people still do that. But, you know, this is more of the beginning stuff, which is nice. It's really hard to create content for like a beginning player anyway, because we it's it's probably a, a totally different experience to us than it is to them. I can't yeah. go back and rewind and figure out how it is to be level 45 again. <laughs> and I <laughs> certainly cannot start a fourth account. So I'm yes. not doing that. Um, but I actually you... think you should drop one of your... <laughs> yeah. We're your support group. Let it yeah. go, Buck. Let it go. <laughs> I'm going to come to you guys every time I'm feeling stressed out. The, right. uh, but the other thing I want to mention, right? Like, So they get... For a while there, it was like, Everybody should go after the Phoenix characters if you're new. That's the only choice. Well, now that they've added Fox and crew on lower energy nodes, and once you get up your into a guild, there's a chance that, you know, even a First Order team could be a good one to start. 
There's always been Empire. There's always been Rebels. There's like so many different ways you can go and them teaching you those ways now with these these events and everything. It's, it's a really good time for new players. And I know it's hard, like Naughty said, to think about that as players that have been around forever and the fact that your arena doesn't start at level 8. It starts at 28 now. So, like, there are a lot of different things than when we started, but I think there are a lot of things now that make it easier and more connected and easier for people to be become engaged in the game. So, mm, yeah, I have to say this: I've never really played a game that has captured my attention like this one. And I I used to play a lot of games in the <laughs> past, you know. But there's yeah, something yeah. about the the I don't know if it's a necessity. You know, almost like natural selection pressures or something <laughs> that third party communication applications and communities and people that care about each other over the Internet to come together to like play this game together. But it's really kind of fascinating how much effort we all put in together. You know, what is it? It's Saturday night right now. <laughs> and my fav- my I would rather be doing nothing than sitting here talking to you about this game and this thing that we're fascinated with. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, Nothing. it's really amazing to me. <laughs> Nothing yeah. better than talking about Gamorrean Guard at one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk, I could do a whole podcast about Gamorrean Guard. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we're doing it. Gam Guard podcast. But yeah, I'm with you, man. I love the community. Check out those game. gams, man. <laughs> That's why, like, Wink said he was going to be gone two weeks, right? And mm-hmm. in my head it wasn't like well crap what am i gonna do it's like there are so many awesome people that i know in this game now that i can go to and be like hey you want to talk for two hours about this game for no reason at all we've been here for over two hours now by the way too yeah Yeah, exactly and then (laughs) including the bathroom break within within a couple of minutes we're gonna be playing trivia on this game because you know that's fun and really weird and would never have thought of doing that ever. So that's just the way it is, man. I, I love this community. I love this game. Um, Good times. So, yeah. Wait till the meme rows start. Yeah. <laughs> meme rows. <laughs> one of my favorite things. All right. So I'm going to break down some of our support links real quick before we go into the most competitive part of the podcast where I'll probably beat you both, but we'll see. Probably. <laughs> it is Empire, so they did kind of try to stack it in your favor there, Nukin, but we'll see. Oh, okay. That's nice. So, as far as the podcast goes, we have a really awesome community on Discord surrounding the podcast. A lot of really cool people in there. Um, we're in there all week talking. Um, you don't have to do anything to join it except go to discord.me slash shattered order. Click the link, and then you're in. And we talk about everything, anything, everything, take requests to try things out, all kinds of fun stuff. But uh, throughout the week, if you drop in there, you'll have a lot of fun. Uh, join us on Twitch. If you're listening to the pod audio podcast right now, we live stream the recording of the podcast on Twitch, twitch.tv slash shattered order. If you have Amazon Prime, let me throw this out there. You have a free Twitch Prime subscription It would really help us out if you were to go on to Twitch Prime and subscribe to the Shattered Order podcast. That'll help me to clear my... We do all kinds of stuff with your support to make sure that this podcast is always 
bigger and better as we go along. I know that you know, over time, the sound of this podcast has become much better. And part of that is because of our awesome sponsor, Blue Designs. If you've never used Blue Designs, you've never heard of them, I bet you have almost every YouTuber, almost every podcaster, even streamers use Blue products. The Yeti is one of the most used microphones in streaming, in YouTube. It's uh, Blue Designs makes microphones, headphones, boom stands, anything you want. Really great products. They sponsor this show. I have used a lot of their products and really like them. So if you want to try some of them, go to bluedesigns.com, enter SOPod at checkout, and get 20% off, almost a quarter of your price, totally gone. Really great products for that type of discount. Go check that out. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Twitter at Shattered Order, twitter.com slash Shattered, whatever, Shattered Order on Twitter. If you like reading, listening to books, audible.com slash Shattered Order, you get a free one. Go check out the new Thrawn book that's coming out. I think it's Thrawn book. Either way, if you don't, if that is not coming out and I made that up. Wait, there's another the, new Thrawn book coming out? I think there's a new Thrawn book coming out. What? I might be wrong. If there's not, at least the Phasma book came out a couple of months ago, and you will get it for free. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash Shattered Order, you can get the Phasma book for free. Check that out. It would help us out again. Um, Patreon.com if you want to be a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Shattered Order. We appreciate your support. It's what makes this podcast run and sound great. And uh, last thing... Uh, send listener intros and feedback about the podcast to the shattered order at gmail.com. It really makes me happy at the beginning of this podcast when I edit it or when Ewink edits it. And we have this is Nukin from Republic listening to the Shattered Order podcast, or whoever you are from whatever guild you are. We want to throw it at the beginning and give you a shout out while you shout out to us. So the shattered order at gmail.com. And that's pretty much it. I've done the I try not. To, I try to leave this stuff towards the end because I know you know this, Nukin. People hate when you're like, like and subscribe at the beginning mm -hmm. and all, like whatever. We are well, who we are. We do what I'll we do. I'll say it for you. And like and subscribe, biatches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank, thank, thank you. Now buddy. you just gave them more work to do with yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to throw that in the patch notes. All right. Yeah. So anyways, that's that. Hey, Lewis, there it is. The new Thrawn book is Thrawn and Vader teaming up. So if you are interested in that. Wow, that's cool. It's nice. called Thrawn Alliances. I'm looking it up right now. It's also written by Timothy Zahn. Looks amazing. I already pre-ordered. <laughs> Glad I could point that out for you. That was fast. <laughs> All right. So let me play this. Here's the saddest part of trivia for you guys tonight. I get to enjoy trivia with the nice jazz playing in the background, and you're not going to hear a single drop of it. So, that's good. I can maybe I can focus more. Maybe now. you'll think more. <laughs> I'll be over here snapping my fingers while you're like Thrawn, Emperor Palpatine. All right. I'm actually going to be frustrated because I probably am not going to get anything right. <laughs> well, this is then we'll, we won't call this the trivia. Wait, section. are you we'll playing call this, this with the, other people or just us? You, I think we we're playing it. It's us three. So it'll be Goodnight Punk versus Nukin versus Naughty in a battle okay. of who knows the most if about I the Empire. If I can beat Naughty, I'll be satisfied. Let's do it. <laughs> That's right. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 
That is, yeah. All right, All right here we go. I'm going to play this drop, and then we'll get going. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. How come we don't get to hear the jazz? May the force be with you. Because it plays the same way the uh, drops do. So all the sound that I'm playing over the stream somehow doesn't go to you. Like, so I figured out how to do the sound to have, so that you guys could hear it. So, when, But when the podcast started, I started hearing an echo 10 seconds later, and then I had to drop that. So... That's what It'll sound better when we listen to it. Yeah, there you go. You'll hear the jazz and you'll be like, I wish I had heard that. But I will say this. The drop for trivia says it's time for the sexy bearded duo to go battle head to head in their swug of knowledge. Well, good news for you, Nukin. Some might misconstrue that as you being part of the sexy bearded duo. So congratulations. I, I've been growing my beard all week just for this. I think I said something about that earlier, and it is a good look on you, my friend. So, Thanks. <laughs> all right, let's drop this onto the trivia scene, and there it is. Shattered Order Trivia Empire. I am actually kind of afraid of this, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> all right. You're afraid? I don't know how much Empire knowledge I have, but we will see. Okay. See. All right, so question one. Here we go. Shout out to Kurt Design from Empire Server and longtime listener for helping me come up with these ideas for questions. This week's questions were brought to us by First Order Wookie. Thank you for stepping in for Tesh while he was busy this week. I appreciate you guys. So first question is this. It's worth two points with a bonus point. Director Krennic's kit. Too many beers. Here we go. Let me try to <laughs> enunciate here. Director Krennic's kit gives him the ability to inflict several debuffs. Two points if you name all the debuffs, one point for partial completion. For a bonus point, what debuffs in his kit can be put on the Rancor? Oh, am I supposed to write this down now? Yes. Oh, Jesus. So you write it down, Dagger and then I'll ask and... what you got. All right, Naughty's given us answers. Write it down? <laughs> Yeah, everyone writes it's their own now. Days and buff I have, immunity, I have like I this random envelope here that I'll write on. All right. Naughty just gave me three answers, so. So, and Director Koenig's kit gives him an ability to inflict several debuffs. I know those. I don't. So if you do, you're in a <laughs> I'm not even spot in the game. Me. I know Stagger is one. I know Buff Immunity is one. And I think Days is another you're, one. You're not supposed to tell us the answers, Dodo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what, what, what are... This is a competition. So basically what's going on... Let me, let me fix I'm this for you, Naughty, you, right now. You write down <laughs> well, your answers, and then I'll ask if you have all the answers you're going to come up with, and then we'll tell everyone what we got, yes. and then we'll see if we're right. So basically oh, you gave me three. Oh, I this game? Hold it's on. like a kid's game. I didn't game. know I needed a pen. Well, you know three. We already know you've told us the three, so we already got yours out of one. 
How how many questions are we doing? Five. Five. All right. All right, I got my answer. Me too. Nadi, did you come up in with any others? Because we kind of know your answer. Mm. I'm gonna say health down and stun. All right. For the other two. I'm ready to show them. All right, show them. Let's see what you got. All right. Can you see this? I don't know. Put it over your face. (laughs) There you go. So I have, I have buff immunity, ability block, and stun, and that is conditional based off the class of the units. His AOE does stagger, and for the rancor. I think the only uh, debuff that you can do on the Rancor is buff immunity. Because you cannot stun or ability block him. Actually, you can do stagger as well. Stagger as and buff immunity. All right. What'd you get? I had stagger, daze, buff immunity. Thanks, Naughty. And then yeah. I also, <laughs> I and I also wrote offensive down or offense down, but I don't think that's right. And for the one that he can put on the Rancor, I put buff immunity. Oh, wait. He can do tenacity down on his basic on the Rancor, too. But I didn't write that down. I just thought of it. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. Let's see what the answers are. It says two points if you can name all. One point for partial. All right. So you were right. Tenacity down is one. He does have stagger. He does have stun. He does have ability block. He does have buff immunity, and he does one that no one mentioned, speed down. He does speed down, too? Apparently he does speed down, and he does not do buff immunity. He doesn't do buff immunity? Wait, no, he does do buff immunity. He does. Oh. I was thinking of offense down. Sorry, he doesn't do offense down. I am, you know what, I'll give you tenacity down, but the thing is, you still miss speed down, so it's still only one point. (laughs) <laughs> okay that's the and only one that I missed he doesn't do buff him. it says bonus Krennic's kit allows him to apply tenacity down to the rancor but shouldn't he be able to apply buff immunity think... or is that based on role of the person he's hitting huh well you know what rancor you're probably right tank and that's yeah, who he applies it to he probably so, doesn't do it to the Rancor because the Rancor isn't a tank or something. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't think... No one got the bonus, but we did all get a I point. think we all should get bonuses. You know Especially what? because I spoiled it before he gets wrote it down. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> with one. Okay, cool. We're all tied. We're all tied <laughs> at one. It's like a hug of war, not a tug of war. <laughs> Just, Everyone's going to get a participation I just, just want to be the person that hugs the most and gets the points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question two. One point, one point for bonus credit. How much turn meter can Imperial Trooper gain? Imperial Trooper. How much turn meter can an Imperial Trooper gain from Veer's leadership ability 
when a squad filled with troopers all take one turn. This does not count the regular progression of speed. One point for whoever is closest, two points for the exact answer. So how much turn meter can an Imperial Trooper gain from Veer's leadership ability when a squad filled with troopers all take one turn? So like they're using abilities and stuff? Yes. Conditional upon other characters dying? The most they turn meter. So, so imagine imagine the highest percentage, or even over 100% that a character could get depending on all the moves that involve. Oh, okay. Hmm. And then the bonus is which trooper gains the most. All right. I got an answer and it's all guesses. <laughs> so I think I probably answered this one wrong. All right. You got an answer. What about you, Naughty? I I don't know who it. I think it might be Magma Trooper or Snow Trooper, but neither of them have a specific ability that they get turn meter. If someone, I'm gonna go with Magma Trooper. I think. All right. And do you have a percentage number of turn meter? You're just skipping that one. Like a hundred and forty or something like that. <laughs> All right. 140, and he chooses Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Naughty? It's only under certain conditions. <laughs> so, honestly, didn't really know how to answer this question, so I just wrote a bunch of jargon. Uh, if we're in a... <laughs> so, I know that you can, you know, you gain 50% turn meter if you kill someone, and you gain 10% turn meter from gaining a buff. So, like, potentially any trooper could, you know, gain a bunch of turn meter, but, I mean, the guy that has turn meter built into his kit is Magma, so I put him down, and I think he gets, like, 70%. Wait, Magma? Magma who? Trooper? He gets 70%. Is that a person in the game? I don't know that guy. Jerry? Jerry! Oh, okay, Jerry. <laughs> you know him as Larry. <laughs> Gurgich. He gets like 70% when anyone tries to debuff him. So, What'd you put down? I put, I just put Snowtrooper, um, but I think I misplaced the fact that his cooldown reduces with turn meter gain for some reason. And I put 115%. Oh, okay. Did you well, if he kills a bunch of people, he'll get that much, but you know, not on a regular basis. Well, let's see what the answer is. All right, let's see yeah, what, the, what answer is the answer is. The answer is 70% turn meter. The bonus answer was either Shore Trooper or Storm Trooper. And here's what? the explanation. Here's the explanation. Veer's lead gives 10% turn meter for each buff a trooper gains. The team would be Veer's, Stark, Storm, Shore, and any other trooper. The tank would have gained a taunt, defensive up, crit immunity, CC, CD, offense up, speed up. Note, note unique gives turn meter on enemy defeat. Yeah, that's true for all the troopers. If the magma trooper, though, if he gets debuffed, 
which Scion does to him, he immediately gains almost full turn meter each time. So, so I, I think Magma Trooper is actually. I know the what answer. you're gonna say, Nukin, and I'm with you. I have no uh -huh. idea what this means. Let's just say everyone else gets a point. <laughs> All right, hey everyone, hug it out, hug it out, one for each. All right. Of us. I will say though that I did say seventy percent, but I did not say sure. I said magma. Did you say seventy? Well, yeah. I said well, that's two points for you then. I don't know if you can see this. Can you see this? Seventy percent yep, magma. There it is. I do see it. That is good. Right. Very nice. So that is. You are a three to R two. I, I don't. I don't feel confident answering these questions, so it troubled me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go with question three and see if you get more confident. All right. With the recent ship update, the meta of ships has changed. So has the power of certain. So has the power of certain ships. List the three most powerful Empire ships from greatest ship power to least ship power. Ooh. Three points. There's like four. Are we talking just ships or the capital ships or? Yeah, Just I guess in the ship. normal ships. Vader is at the top. Don't don't tell us your answers. Oh Nadi. my god, I'm not. Come on. <laughs> this is how we end up hugging it out at the end. Right. So, least the three most powerful Empire ships. Yeah, or the uh, greatest to least. In the top three. So All the right. three most powerful in well, order. I got it. does affect this a lot. I got it. One, maxed two, out. three. If they were Done. all maxed out, what would it be? What, what do you got, Naughty? I'm going to say Vader, First all Order, right. TIE Pilot, and... Um... That's not an Empire ship. <laughs> <laughs> you it's literally not? said First Order. <laughs> first Order, TIE Fighter. Oh, yeah, it's not an Empire ship. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I lose. Eh. <laughs> I forfeit my point. All right, what do you got, Punk? I had Vader, Reaper, TIE Fighter. All right. I also have those, but I have Gauntlet before TIE Reaper. So TIE Advance, Gauntlet, Starfighter, TIE Reaper is my order. All right. Let's see. The answer is TIE Advanced, Gauntlet, TIE Reaper. Boom, baby. Wow. You got the bonus on that. That was a three-pointer. Did I get zero? I think you get like one point. You get something. one. I get one. Uh, Nuke okay. gets three. All right. That probably that probably sealed your fate, guys. It does. <laughs> you have six to R three. Screw ships. All right. Here Let, we go. Let's just end trivia right now. <laughs> <laughs> The epic that comeback like a great begins idea. now. <laughs> All right. Two I'm more questions? Yep, two more. Well, okay. let me see something. We'll do one more question, because I, I don't feel like doing lightning round tonight. All right. All right. Under Agar-Saxon-led <laughs> Empire... Yeah, I can tell. That's why I said it. All right, here we go. Under Agar-Saxon-led Empire team, what is the maximum possible counter bonus attacks an enemy could trigger after using an AoE? Oh, interesting question. Wow. I don't even think I know how to begin 
I think, think you I were know. Pretending I know math to figure that out. <laughs> I'm gonna go with twelve. We got a twelve. I got an answer. Does Nukin have an answer? Uh. So, hold on one sec. Let me make sure. <laughs> so they do an AOE attack, then everyone else counterattacks. You get. Five counterattacks. Ah, whatever. Okay, I put, I put nine. I think nine is also what I put. Only because he wouldn't assist on his own counter. Oh uh, wait, hold on a second. Maybe it's ten. Oh, he wouldn't. You're right. Maybe it's ten. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. Whatever. Nine. Whatever. Okay, let's see what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes! Naughty was closer than both of us. Yet still wrong. Really? Thirteen. Is the answer? Really? Thirteen. Says yes. Assisting off a counter counts as, and is still a counter action, to the initial AOE and out of the tune's turn. So Gar, Gar would have one counter, and six oh. from assisting ally counters. ISC would counter. Two counters if he was under 50% turn meter. Death Trooper, two counters if they were rebels. Emperor Tune A, one counter. Emperor Tune B, one counter. That's tricky. Death Trooper and rebels. They should have said that in the question. <laughs> it said max. Didn't say. It didn't restrict the, uh, the yeah, empire yeah, yeah. you could use. That's true. It still was. That's like a leading the witness. So what did Naughty have? Naughty had 12. Naughty? So 12? we'll give him really? two points because oh, wow. he was the closest. Ooh. The answer was 13. So good job, Naughty. Two points. Does that mean I'm winning now? Nope, no. That means you lost by one to Nuka. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like beating you by one point. <laughs> exactly. All right. I'll see you on the playground on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm skipping the lightning round. Maybe we'll use it next week. I'm sorry to First Order Wookie and Kurt Design. Wait, no, no. I'm down for another round. You want another round? All right. Okay, we'll start. Yeah. All right. Let's not displease your guests, you know? Yeah, I don't. I, they worked hard on these questions. I don't. I feel bad. Yeah. Let's get it done, man. <laughs> All right, all right, here we go. Lightning round. This is it. So we're going to go... This this will work really well for you, Naughty, because we're just going to go in a circle and people are going to list off answers. And when we feel like we can't give another answer, we'll see if all of people's answers were right. All right? Okay. Okay. So it is now Goodnight Punk 3, Naughty 5, Nukin 6. But lightning round is where it can all turn around. So <laughs> here we go. The question is, name a Zeta on an Empire tune. Darth Vader's Inspire through by Fear or whatever. Right, leadership hold on. ability. It's one point for the name, half a point for tune and ability type. So if you can't think of the name, you can say the character and if it's a leader or basic or a special. So it's... It's a leadership ability and inspiring through fear. Darth Vader. All right, um, you're up. I'm Nukin gonna go with. Or naughty. Uh, 
Damn it, what are the names of the fucking abilities? That's where I'm gonna get <laughs> lost. Uh, let's go with... Wow, I'm completely drawing a blank here. <laughs> <laughs> that one that makes the one better. <laughs> <laughs> For a half a point, you can say the tune and the ability without the name, so you can do still do that. Oh, Palpatine's leadership. And it, right. it it makes everyone gain 5% turn meter on every buff expired. That's fine and if it you sounds want to like say something that. ominous. I don't think you're going to get points for that. Okay. So I'll say Palpatine's unique. <laughs> you copycat. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You're up. <laughs> oh, so, all right, so while Darth Vader's other Zeta, it, it's on his unique... And what is it called? Uh, was that just think... half a point? Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> All right, you're up. Oh you're wait, up. no, no, it's called no, no escape, and it gives you like turn meter immunity reduction and health. Yeah. Okay. All right, Nani, you got another one. Um, any other? Empire, like the you one the you give Empire to Death Z. Trooper, where if Krennic gets hit, he gets crit immunity, and Death Trooper gets 100% turn meter, and it's what called type? like Krennic's Guard, I think. What's it, is it, what type of ability is it? It would be a support ability. I don't know. Like a it's special, a Zeta ability. or a unique, or a leader, or a... Oh, it's a unique ability. Alright. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go with Krennic's unique. And that's all I'm gonna say, so you're up, Nukin. Um let's do Let's do General Veers' leadership ability. Alright, Veers Oh, really? Okay. No way! No, no, no! It's it's his unique actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's his unique. All right, you're up, a naughty. Wait, you didn't go up. What was your suggestion? <laughs> Me? Yeah, yeah, it's your turn, naughty. It is. Mine mm -hmm. was Krennic's unique, and then we went. Okay, to, let's uh... say we'll do Thrawn, and it's. Uh, what it does is it gives him a hundred percent chance to counter while fracture is up and it's called like the command or the grand command or no <laughs> no Evan flow it's called Evan flow That's yeah what it is it gives him a chance to this isn't part of the question but I'm curious now. It gives them a chance to counter? ...or something, and when other people use special abilities on the team, it lowers his turn meter to keep them fractured longer. There's a lot of mechanics to it. Spent a lot of, a lot of time with Ron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh -huh. Alright, punk's up. Mm. How long do we go for? <laughs> Telly's looking like. Alright, sorry, my headphones died, and 
Your audio was going straight into my microphone. It was a good time. But I plugged <laughs> in my headphones, so we're good. Um, I don't know because we go until we can't think of anymore, and then we check our answers and we'll see who ended well, up I haven't with been writing. Place. I haven't been writing these down. Oops. I've been writing down everyone, so we're good. Oh, okay. All right, so Thrawn Ebb and Flow was Naughty's last answer. I'm going to go with... Um, well, crap. I'm going to go with Thrawn's <laughs> leadership. All right. What's the name of it? It's called uh, Give Me Half a Point. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I wondered if you did. All right, Nukin, you're up. I'm going to go with Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh... Titan the Grip, I think, is the leadership I ability. I think that's right. Yeah. And what does it do? Gives um speed and expose defense down. I think. Yeah. All right, you're up, Naughty. Um. Wait, what am I mentioning? Of, Zeta, of Zeta abilities. Ability? Wait, does it have to be Empire? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, did we do? We already did Palpatine and Vader, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Is Gar Saxon Empire? Mm-hmm. Oh, he has one where it's like. Retribution or something where it gives counter chance to people. It's like Empire Retribution or something like that. What type of ability? Uh, it's a passive ability or a unique ability or maybe a leadership ability. I'm not sure. Which one would you I, have to pick if you had? Actually, to? I think it's a leader ability. Alright. Yeah, because. If he's the lead, then he makes other people counter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. All right, I'll go with Grand Moff Tarkin's Unique because I know that is a Zeta, and I know that Nukin probably knows the name of it and was going to say it. I was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Do you have any others? I'm going to go with Colonel Stark's Unique. I don't remember the name, though. Back to you, Naughty. You know any other... Another Empire Zeta? Uh, the probe droid one, where it exposes people. It's and what like, type of ability is it? It would be a special ability, I think. Okay. Are we out of Zetas? Alright, we're <laughs> getting there. I don't know that there are anymore. I think we're practically done does short trooper have one nope short trooper doesn't right, have a zeta no i don't have any more do you guys have any more i the think that troopers i'm out of zetas. i'm out of them all right let's see how we do point wise then checking the answers you got colonel stark's imperial intelligence unique Mm-hmm. so that's a point for nukin or sorry, half point. Let's have a point. Darth Vader inspiring through fear lead. 
Oh, we did miss one. Someone in chat said Stormtrooper Zeta. Yep, we forgot it. Oh. But that one is that's that one's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to forget, right? Yeah. Technically, also, it exists. He's you right. also have Darth Vader's No Escape Unique, which is also nuking for another point and a half. All right, and then you got Death Trooper Krennic's Guard. Unique, that's a point and a half for Naughty. You also had Director Krennic, Director Advanced Weapons Research Lead. I said it was his unique, so I lose a, I don't get any points. Hippocalp really? Yeah, I said it was unique, not his lead. Ouch. Nope. Alright, half a point. <laughs> nope. Just, just give yourself half a point. Oh, oh. come on, buddy. You this is a pity a point. point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hugs for everyone. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, Emperor of the Galactic Empire, is his lead. Uh, we got Palpatine lead, no name for Naughty. That's a half a point. We have Crackling Doom Unique, which was also me for a half a point. You have... Gar Saxon's Mandalorian Retaliation Lead. We'll give that one to Man Naughty. Mandalorian Retaliation. What did I say? Retribution? I don't think you tried to you name it. You definitely butchered the name. Yeah. <laughs> that was close, though. General that should be at least half a point. <laughs> it is, I think. We did. We did give you a half point. <laughs> General Veer's unique is Aggressive Tactician. Nukin got that one for a half a point. Gen Grand Admiral Thrawn, leg legendary strategist, is his leader. That was me. No name. Half a point. Uh, his unique is ebb and flow, so that's a point and a half for Mr. Nadi. You. And Grand Moff Tarkin, tighten the grip, lead. That's a point and a half for Nukin. His that other, was on point. His other well, unique then, I was... I believe he he won that, though, legit, because as many Tarkin videos as he made. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a dang shame if I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Callous Conviction was Grand Moff Tarkin's unique. I didn't name it. I just stole it from Nukin. Um, yeah. <laughs> Imperial Playing Probe Drive. Over here. Yeah. <laughs> What you gotta do? Wall Stormtroopers, unique. No one got that one. So, Imperial Pro Droids, unique. Was not a special, but we'll give Nuke Naughty his half point anyway. Because he gave it to It's him. a unique? That it? Really? Yeah. Other ones we listed that weren't on there were none. So, we covered them all except for the Stormtrooper. So, as far as points go, Naughty got three and. Three and a half, five, five and a half from that. So add that to his six, he got 11 and a half total. Yeah, 11 Naughty and a half. got one, or sorry, two, three and a half, four, four and a half. So you got four and a half from that to go with your five, so you're at nine and a half. And I got half, so one. I got two from the lightning round, so that gave me a grand total of five. <laughs> so the final standings yeah, just, from trivia. 
This week. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you beat me. Wait a second. You beat Who me. Won? Nukin wins. 11 oh, and a okay, half. Naughty went, gets oh, really? second at 9 and a half. Oh, you and kept I calling. got five. You thought you were talking. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to have led you on, Naughty. You just were close. You, you just blamed the alcohol. <laughs> you were only <laughs> You were only two behind Nukin, and I was seven and a half. So you you did a lot better than I did. That was fun. Congrats, mm. Nukin. That was actually a pretty, I got to say, that was some hard trivia. Yeah. Racking my brain every week, especially when you, you've gone as deep as I have down the beer rabbit hole. Getting to mm -hmm. this point is just brutal. So. Yeah. Plus, game, if guys. you can win this trivia contest, it might be time to look for a support group. <laughs> but that, <laughs> yep. that's what this is right here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Right. You're the winner of the special people that know Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been a long time, and I'm sure everyone's tired of listening to us. So I will say this. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me. I know it's been a while. I know we've been talking for a long time, but it's always fun to hang out with you guys. So thanks for coming on. Cheers, man. Anytime. Um, thanks for watching and listening. Absolutely. So check us out next week. We will have two Yeti caster giveaways. We will have a regular blue headphone or mic giveaway. We will have all of our normal uh, Patreon and subscriber giveaways because we are celebrating our one hundredth episode next week so if you like free stuff come hang out next week and uh we could we should have some good stuff to talk about some interesting sound clips and and people around for the 100th episode of the podcast so for everyone listening now come check us out next week thanks to naughty and nukin again for hanging out this week and we will catch you all later Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the Force be with you.